welcome to Something Wicked Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb. Um, we're doing a little something a little bit different this time. Um, Ryan is off uh, for this week. Um, uh, he'll be back next week. Um, and he'll have a lot more content for you guys. Um, but today, it's going to be me. And I'm joined here with my two friends uh, from, wow, like going on 10 years now. Um uh, Justice and Lance. Hey guys, introduce yourselves. How's it going? Hello, this is my radio show for <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I can't talk. We were, having, we were literally having an argument for this about him using that stupid. Yeah, radio he's voice. trying to do some weird radio voice. I'll give my background. I'm uh, <clears throat> my name's Lana Spencer. Uh, I work as a data analyst for uh, Cadillac. Uh, I'm contracted through a marketing firm called MRM McCann, and uh, yeah, that's my. My background. Well, all right. Uh, hey, my name is Justice Morgan. I create a video game club. I get around in life. I just, you know, take it one step at a time because that's just who I am. And I meme and, and, and anime. There you go. That's it. There's a, there's a lot. Let me know is anime, memes, video games, life. That's it. He's that's also it. studying to become a what engineer? A uh, computer engineer. Yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, I could have used his help setting this whole thing up. I guess you set up the computers and stuff like that. You're welcome. But, uh, you know, you, you still got some years ahead of you, son. Okay. <laughs> bought his own PC and didn't build it like a scrub lord? Right, right. So, um, um, let's <laughs> go ahead and uh, uh, get started in our weeks. You know, this is uh, Black Friday, you know, literally the, the anyway, Black just, Friday, you know. Um, uh, so, um, Let's get started in our weeks. Um, how, how are you guys this week? Uh, you guys want to start first? Uh, how about you, Landis? How, how's your week? Like, uh, tell me things about what you did. Uh, tell me things. Uh, you would. Um, you, you had Thanksgiving, right? Like, you went to. Uh, yes, one? I am an yeah. American. I uh, participated in Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so, but well, I, you could be ca- Canadian. Yeah, you know, I they, mean, yeah. Who knows? So, who knows? You know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I went to uh, four Thanksgivings. Um, I went to two of mine and kind of like two for, for my girlfriend and, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was interesting. Uh, uh, what about you, uh, Jess? How, how was your, what did you do? How was your Thanksgiving and stuff like that? <laughs> Before I answer that, can I check your email? I just put a really great meme. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, my Thanksgiving, that rather my week, my, like this whole entire semester, my second last semester of college. Oh my gosh, it's been hell because it's been like nonstop. So this this Thanksgiving break has just been the best thing to ever happen to me in months. But yeah, nah, my Thanksgiving great. Woke up, went to things at two o'clock, and from two o'clock to eleven, just house, 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 getting food, hustling, trying to survive right. because I don't have work until Sunday, and I need to, you know, again survive. Yeah, like uh, you're um, for those who don't know, he's like uh, my roommate. Um, Every time I see you, like, uh, coming, you're just, like, nonstop studying. I don't think I've ever Justice has a crazy schedule, and it made me so happy that I copped out and didn't do anything science-related for my degree. He'll he'll go to bed at 8 a.m. Oh, no, 8 p.m., sorry, 8 p.m., and he'll get up at 4 a.m. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I am, like, mostly, like, art major, um, and, you know, I'm not even, I can handle that, like, type of, like, schedule stuff. I do a little bit studying and practicing and stuff like that, but not to the extent that Justin's gone through. Like I, 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 I'm just 
rooting in the background for him to actually get this degree and do like really good stuff in engineering and stuff like that. But uh, that that's real cool. Um, uh, real quick, I do want to talk about like Landis. You went to a you've been to both a white Thanksgiving and a black Thanksgiving. Uh, so I want to see your hear your input. What what is done differently at a white Thanksgiving that different than black? Yeah, so just because, like, no one can, like, see us, <laughs> I'm black, and so is, so is Justice. Yeah, I, I identify um, as Justice, that. I don't identify as black, thank you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, like, haven't really been to, like, a white Thanksgiving either before yesterday, um, and, like, I've just, like, been to, like, my family once, or, like, I've been to Justice's a lot, and so, like, just, like, yeah, black Thanksgiving, and... There, a, a lot of them are similar, I would say. The only difference is, like, the food. Like, at, like, a black one, you'll have, like, collard greens, you'll have, like, yams, you'll have a sweet potato pie, mm-hmm. you'll have mac and cheese, you know, cornbread, like, all, all, all the good stuff. That good <laughs> shit, yeah. Uh, at, like, a white, it just depends on, like, where they're, kind of, like, what they're from, but, like, a traditional one, I would say there'd be, like, <clears throat> green bean casserole, um... There's like candy yams too, but not. Mm. It's not. It's kind. Of, it's made differently. Um, what What else is there? Uh, it's just like yeah, the food is like the main thing that's different. I would say. Okay. Mine. I don't know if this is traditional with other like black families, but my neither of my families really like drink that much on Thanksgiving. But I like white ones. They. <laughs> right. right, right. <laughs> they um, do. See, I was yesterday when I was at my uncle's house. We I was learning how to play spades for the first time. You know, I mean, eh, they drank just beer, but like gross. But I mean, hey. It counts. I, I, I've always, like, I, I talk to, like, other, like, people well, with their traditional Thanksgiving, and uh, most of them have told me, like, oh, yeah, it's pretty much, uh, there's no r- big difference. Um, uh, the, the only difference I heard this the other day um, is the type of ham and, like, the way people cook turkeys and stuff like that. You can cook it one of two things. You can cook it traditional way through the oven and everything like that. Uh, you can fry it, or some people like to grill it, and I don't see that happening. Like Grill? I, <laughs> people grill turkeys? I don't know how they do it, but yeah, I, I heard that through the grapevine. They must have, they have to shove it in like a like large like griller, but how could you do that when it's you, like so cold? You know what? It could be also one of those smoked turkeys. Like they smoke yeah. it instead of grill it. Like you just put it into like the smoker itself and just... And it all the juices at the bottom. Oh, so one one controversy. Okay, there were a few controversies that were talked about because my mom's also dating a white guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, and two yes. two uh, things were for for uh, yams for like ca- candy yams or like sweet potatoes. Um, well, uh, white people traditionally like to put marshmallows on their, like, sweet potatoes, and, like, oh, no, you'll never good. see that in, like, yeah, no. a what? black That's family. That's so good, though. I've seen that. It's, like, it's, a, it's the best. You don't need it, though. Like, the way, like, it's traditionally made in, like, black houses, it's usually, like, sweet enough to where you, you really don't need it. Yeah, if you put enough butter and sugar, like, from what my grandmother said, <laughs> yeah. you don't need that anything. No, yeah. it doesn't need, it really doesn't need anything. And then the other one was, apparently, I didn't know this, but, like, White people typically don't have sweet potato pie. Like, I, like, brought it up, and, like, what? my mom was telling this about her boyfriend, and, like, they never had it before. They do pumpkin pie instead. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. When I was in high school, uh, I brought up sweet potato pie and stuff like that, and everyone around me just seemed confused. I'm like, you guys never had sweet potato pie? Yeah, it's, like, like it's so common. It's like, what? Like, you, like, you think it's as common as a turkey. Now, yeah. granted, I've never tried pumpkin pie until, like, uh, uh, yeah, it was a few years ago. It's yeah. all right. 
it has like the whipped cream on it and yeah. stuff like that. I it's mean, just like it's different. Like they're similar, but they're like different. Like the pumpkin pumpkin pie is like a different texture. Yeah, it's like a I, don't, I can't describe the texture, but it's like kind of like more ch- jelly gelatin like yeah. or whatever. Sweet potato pie is better. Yeah. Hands down, it's, it's way better. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, man. It, it's an arch with sweet potato pie. Like, um, my grandmother, she used to be asked, but uh, before she passed, uh, she used to be asked all the time, like, um, "Hey, can you help me make sweet potato pie for this event and stuff like that? You make the best sweet potato pie." I would sit there and watch her cut up yams and stuff like that, um, and like. Uh, slice it to the right angles and then like she was like a nutritionist as her job for hospitals and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so she had experience in the kitchen a lot so um she would make it just right to where it was golden brown on the top uh it wasn't undercooked or overcooked and it had the right amount of butter and oh was the crust x was the crust that kind of flaky like that good kind of flaky it 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 was like intact you could cut it and it would just be intact my mouth is watering oh, as yeah, we speak. <laughs> yeah. So good. And uh, yeah, so it, it's interesting to uh, think about, okay, do uh, white people put that much effort into making pumpkin pie as well? And then I want to try the best pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is the best we have. Right. <laughs> Where do you guys get your locally grown pumpkin? And <laughs> I, but, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, other than that, in my week, uh, I also went to like Thanksgiving at my uh, par- parents. Uh, we went to over to my grand uh, grandmother's house, uh, and uh, I sort of just got caught up uh, with my main family. Um, I haven't seen my cousins, my two little cousins, since uh, they were in elementary school. Yeah. And come to find out, oh yeah, we're in, uh, one of them is in high school and one of them is. Just getting out of middle school. Oh, jeez. Like, wow. I never pictured you guys even get, like, I just <laughs> pictured you guys still playing Perpetually the Perpetually being in elementary school. You just assumed yeah. it was forever going to be in elementary school, even when they're, like, 16 years old. Exactly. Like, I looked at my uh, dad. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. You know, the whole grow up fast thing. Yeah. I get it. Time means absolutely nothing. No, yeah. 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 Especially when, like, after I remember uh, my cousin Fantasy, like, I remember she just graduated high school. It was like a year ago. I went to her her grad party. I didn't even know this because the last time I saw her was during my grad party. And that felt like so, like, not not long ago. And, you know, time flies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, from what you described, Linus, is he's, they're like a lot taller than him and stuff like that so mm-hmm. um that, that um I, i've seen um one of your cousins at one of your like uh christmas events and stuff like that yeah they, they told me she was like uh what 10 or 11 or something like that. she um uh, like she was like in uh high school and stuff like that oh and i was like uh i've got her name yeah wait the my, the my the one white member of my family yeah yeah that's fancy yeah uh i, I was like wow yeah i know i know that it just time literally is just one thing that sucks about me for like family events or like a thanksgiving it's just like names oh like sometimes like i'll forget names and it's even worse when you bring around a girlfriend yeah because like they'll be like oh hi hi like how are you and then like you know your girlfriend will be like oh hi my name is blah 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 and like it'll just be awkward because they know that you're not introducing them yeah so like yeah that's like that's like the worst part about bringing someone around a Thanksgiving. But yeah, yeah. like, 
Um, one of the worst things I uh, get from like other relatives in my family and stuff like that is, you remember me? You was about yay big. Oh, God. Oh, that's God, the I worst that. so much. <laughs> like, it's no, like, bro, I, I met you when I was, like, two. How yeah, can I remember you? You haven't seen you in, like, 20 years. I have a life. I do things, man. It's like, I do not remember you. Not at all. Oh. And my parents are, like, smart on that. Uh, and, and, like, of course he doesn't know you. You've never even come to You've never him. come around. <laughs> Who are you, people? So, it's like that scene from SpongeBob Patrick. Who are you people? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, so now, this now, I'm sure this happens to me in my family. This happens to me in college as well. Like, literally, I'm walking around the campus, mind my own business, and there's literally someone who's like, hey, uh, hey, Joseph, how's it going? I'm like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, uh, I've had you in my class for the last, I don't know, three semesters now. And I'm like, I, again, no, again, who the fuck are you? I still get flack about this every single day. From like one person, but like, hey, yeah, no, you've been in this class with these people for like two years. You should at least know their names. I'm like, again, I don't know these people. I just go to class. I sit down. I don't give a fuck about who's in my class until right. I, until like, you know, I need to. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, though, yeah, nah, everyone's literally just a blank ass fucking face to me. So, yeah, like, uh, I, I don't, I, I remember in high school and stuff like that, everyone knew me and just, and Half of them people in high school I did not even know. Oh like, my god! Yeah, I was the same way in high school too. Like yeah. there was a bunch of people that I didn't know that <laughs> somehow knew me. Right? Again, who the fuck are you, people? He, he even he got to the point in which it was like uh, foreign um, exchange students that um, literally like they would be near our like uh, area of conversation and stuff like that. They would just they knew around the time in which we would meet. That they would just need to be around there when we start talking. And are you talking like Margento and um, not Margento and them like? Um... Dang, those are called specific names. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I'm pretty sure no one on there knows who they are, and even that, if, even if that's the case, then you know they knew they know <laughs> who we're talking about because yeah. <laughs> those those uh, kids, I swear, they were. Like the worst. Um, Who are they? Uh, Ma- Marchento and. Um, oh yeah, they were talking about. I thought we were back on sort of those random or Ernest Chain. No, 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 no. Okay. No, um, the those two like foreign kids. Uh, I, I they were like from Al. Um, I'm like Alberta, Alberta, they, Alberta uh, Canada, Alberta, <laughs> Albania, or something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and like they they would like uh start talking mess about other people and stuff like that and even though they were the weird ones and stuff like that and it was just there were all types of toxic people and like um it's everyone was just glad to be out of like high school as soon as they found out like they're not going to be here any longer and stuff like that so that was just a whole ordeal um but uh uh other than that and part of the rest of my week um I've just been playing more of a Death Stranding, that Kojima video game. I know, like, you guys haven't, like, caught up with, like, video games in, like, a while. All you know is there are ghost babies, man. My era of video games is uh, Halo 4 and the Xbox One, right right before the Master Chief Collection. (laughs) See, like, uh, yeah, in which um, I want to get into my next subject, honestly. Um, So... I want to get a little bit into news because we're going to be spending most of this podcast on like new subjects oh, and boy. starting from that. Um, so Google Stadia came out not too long ago, and Google Stadia is the new Google console um, streaming service, man. Your Google slash phone? Yes. The console. Um, which you can just play games and do streams and... Uh, people will see those streams and see what game you're playing and go immediately into it. 
afterwards. At least that was the plan. Now, well, you can you can watch streams, and then you can if you you can like click on that game like in stream and like yeah. play that game. Yes, wow, that, that was the plan. Um, it, and they were uh, claiming that it was going to be the future of gaming consoles. It's going to be like uh, every video game was just going to be uh, downloaded instead of like a physical copy that we're used to, um, and it was just going to be all the rage, but. Broken promises from game from from a company that knows nothing about video games. No, not at all. So, Google hasn't made anything gaming related. Right, yeah. and they're not even like a they're not even like a hard like it would make sense for Microsoft or even even freaking Apple to like go into gaming because oh, yeah. they're like a hardware software company. But like Google is just the software they suck at hardware. That's yeah. the thing. It, it, it's um and other companies are trying to follow that uh, situation. Like with Amazon right now, they already announced we're going to start doing our own gaming console too. So it, it, it makes no sense to start doing that if you know nothing about it. You should exactly. just be studying. Because exactly. you're going up against the main three or main four, technically. Yeah, they uh, have years of data, years yeah. of knowing like what works and what doesn't work. And right. The fact they just jumped in, though, I was a little shaky. I was a little hesitant at first, but I love Google, so I had faith. But after seeing the initial like response, right. not surprised. So here's the things that are broken about Stadia, uh, just to give you a good, better understanding of where Stadia is. Uh, one, um, in order to download video games and stuff like that, uh, part of it is you have to go on their app, uh, on the Stadia. This uh, Stadia app, which can be found in most like uh, iOS like uh, applications. Um, the only problem is it only works for one type of phone, and that's the. Uh, the Pixel? Yeah, the Google Pixel. Oh, that's horrible. And right. the flagship, though, they gotta go and, like, you know, let people know, yeah, we have a Pixel. We're competing with Apple. Oh, so Pixel. already, already, out of the entire pool of, like, potential customers that they can get for this gaming system, it's limited to just Pixel? Uh, pretty much. Like, it, that's it, so dumb. It, 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 whenever you try to use it on other phone stuff, you get, like, an error system, you get booted out. Oh, so this was an accident. This isn't what they intended to do. Yeah, no, this is not. Okay. It, it wasn't intended. But... Um, here's the thing, though. Like, people have like been reporting different problems and stuff like that. Their only excuse is, well, we tested it multiple times. This hasn't happened to us and stuff like that. But, like, well, you've never accounted uh, for Jimbo's basement <laughs> in nowhere. So, you know, of course, you didn't do all the right things. They banned all other uh, Android and Apple products from uh, anywhere inside of Google, Google right. headquarters. So, you know. So, it, it's no surprise that this is how it ended up, especially at a short time. They announced this, um, what, like almost a year ago? And you can't make something in a year and expect it to work. No! It's not possible. Like, like a whole council. Yeah, that takes years of development. Like, look right. at the Fire Festival. They had, like, what, giving themselves, like, six months, a year, and, you know? Right. Terrible. <laughs> I think this is, like, a broader thing with... And I'm, I'm not the best to talk on games because I haven't played in a while, but I've, I've heard, like, a lot of complaints. And it's just, like, it's a broader trend of people really rushing out products before they're fully finished. Mm -hmm. And I hear this about gaming all the time where mm -hmm. people will always release like half finished games and then they'll rely on like 
updates. Yeah, they'll stuff. rely on updates and like you know stuff from the from the uh, Microsoft or like PlayStation Store to like really like fix the game. And it's just like back in the day, you couldn't do that. Like no. back in the early two thousands or like in tw- two thousand eight and everything like that, you had to release a finished product because you couldn't go back and edit it like that. I right. mean, hey, you could just go into some everyone's house that bought the games. Hey, yeah, yeah, an extension get, or get something. Get this shit game. Here's a good one, little Jimmy. Then his first thing will be like, how'd you get in my house? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and, and, it, 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 and it's not only just uh, the problem with that. Uh, what's continuing more is that uh, people are having trouble even getting into the system without it just um, getting to a user error. Um, or uh, what is very new to, uh, to the scene is uh, people have uh, connected their Stadia to their Google Chrome. Mm-hmm. And so this Google Chrome, um, what happens is uh, it just starts um, the Stadia, or I think it was either the Chrome or the Stadia. I, I think it was probably both at some point. Um, but it was starting to overheat. And um, eventually some of them have been known to catch on fire. Oh my God. Oh man. You how can you? How can that be slipped by like that without anyone knowing? Like, it, like honestly, like I, I guess it could be ventilation problems and stuff like that on uh, other people's ends and stuff like that. But you need to account for that type of error and stuff like that. So obviously, there's not a lot of testing that we're like put into the situation, and if people were just put a smack dab in the middle of their consoles catching on fire and potentially burning their house down and stuff like that, almost. In case, in case people didn't forget about the Note 7, you know, now you got this. Right. Oh, speaking of the... Has anyone seen the phone... Like, has anyone seen the full phone controller mount thing? Yeah, so look it up. So if you wanted to use the Stadia on your phone, you need to go and have this little controller and then have a mount that connects that connects your phone. Well, that's oh, you can hold your phone. And then you have a little USB cable that connects the controller to your phone. It's just in public. It's just the dumbest looking thing. Wow. Just look at this thing. <laughs> yeah, there I you see go. It. Oh my god. I mean, hey, sure, it works. It's just, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know. You shouldn't have to go through extra stats like that just to play a video. Just to play Mortal but, Kombat 11. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's like games have already started doing this with like releasing things before, again, to go back to what I was saying before, like, before they're finished. Like, GTA always promised heist, and it took, it took them, what, two years? To add heist to the game? Yes. Seriously? Um, I thought... Oh, no, that's right. Online was, like, super... A little bit down the way. Yeah, yeah, like... uh, um, With video games like that, like... um, Which which is why I trust a rock star. uh, If they know something's not going to be done in time, they don't promise something. Or they don't give an exact date. And um, they also, like, uh, let people know if something is delayed or stuff or more development. They don't, like rush their like developers you can't rush art no it's you'll just end up you always have a terrible terrible like game or movie or whatever Mm -hmm. album whatever it is if you rush it Mm -hmm. yeah look at sonic the hedgehog man oh my god (laughs) let's talk about that for a little bit (laughs) so um for those of you who don't know uh uh the uh trailer for sonic the hedgehog got re-released with the new uh design for sonic so instead of having this humanistic teeth, having like disproportioned like limbs and stuff like that, this Sonic looks like the Sonic that we have. Uh, yeah. Now it was a fault on both ends. Of, it was both us, um, well, people as a fan screaming at them, saying, 
Oh, this looks hideous and change it and stuff like that. <laughs> In which they could have been doing something a little bit better. But yeah, and um, they they pretty much changed it now to where it um it looks a little bit more Yeah, he definitely looks a lot more like yeah. the, the cartoon character. I or like the video game character that we all know him of. Yeah, I genuinely went from wanting to watch the movie because it was a, gonna be a trash fire to watching the movie because I'm genuinely interested now. Sure, it might be a trash fire, but I mean hey, the character looks better. At this point, you need to go see it because you, we've already done our streaming and like <laughs> Well that that's what I was about to ask if you guys were gonna go gonna go see it. Oh yeah, most Why definitely not? Uh, like because this is something I cannot miss. Like yeah. this is a, a long line of like attempted video game movie. Yeah. That this one is actually trying to be good and not watered like, <laughs> down. Because if you think about like the Mortal Kombat mo- the, the movie or like uh, Street Fighter the movies and stuff like that, those people <laughs> made it, and so even though they failed at it, they can still make money off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh. you, you need to like. Uh, I'm sorry, you were going to say something else? Yeah, I was looking for the scene, actually, where Sindel is just like, uh, Mother, no, where uh, Katana's like, Mother, you're alive. And Sindel's like, yes, and you shall die. I'm looking for that right now, because that is just amazing. See, like, do you think if there's any chance of getting a really good video game movie out here besides, like, if Sonic does really good in the movies and stuff like that, do you think there will be, like, a chance that people start making video game movies the right way. I mean, yeah, there could be a chance. I'm I'm a lot less hopeful for it now because, like, video games in general have kind of moved away from, like, narrative st- storytelling and, mm-hmm. like, a lot of, like, games just, like, skip the plot and go straight to multiplayer. Yeah, like Fortnite, man. So I think, like, maybe the opportunity for something like that has probably passed just because films, like, no longer have, like, source material to go after. I mean, they could keep doing, like, Mario or, like, Sonic adaptions, which could be really cool, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a lot less hopeful for it than I used to be. From what I learned from my teachers at AI, they brought up a really good point. Video games aren't necessarily made for movies. They, they were made to just be an interactive adventure. Yeah. Like, you, you, uh, when you make you face, like, narratives like that, you accounted for that player and their perspectives. Exactly. You, you weren't accounting for it to be a, a full like uh, feature film. Now, uh, I think. I mean, I think. Uh, I've I've always been a huge Halo fan. I, I feel like the Halo series have had something really good because they've already done good stuff with narrative storytelling. Right, yeah. They had the uh, what was the act, the uh, animated, like animated one? one that they did? I can't uh, remember what it's called. Halo. Uh, Hmm, that is a good question. But that whole project was real cool. Like, yeah. that was so good. Because it had multiple artists. It had, um, like, uh, they talked about stuff that was actually in-game stuff like the uh, the Forerunners and their, like, background stories and, like, the well, their fight between the floods. That was yeah. really interesting. Yeah, and they filled in holes because it was canon. And right. they filled in holes that wasn't in, like, the actual story, but that was, like, implied. Uh, one of the other things that, like, uh, from... Um, I'm talking about Star Wars. Um, uh, from like we've all saw Star, uh, Star Wars Rogue One, right? Yeah. And one of the cool things about it was it was an event in between movies. It was like different people's perspectives. Like the reason why um, uh, uh, why Mandalorian is working good right now is it, it's not anything that has been like uh, made up right now. It's a story within the world. Yeah. And people want to like just. Uh, 
want to look more into this world and stuff like that. They want to see people's different perspectives. They had a really good one in Halo Legends, uh, where uh, and that's the name of the movie. Oh yeah, uh, uh, where like this uh, one guy uh, put on this giant mech suit, and he um, one of his like uh, friends died, and he was just fighting to the last limit. Like you didn't know uh, that type of technology exists in this world, um, yeah. and how much of, of a big a- effort and sacrifice each soldier had to go through, yeah. which is really cool. Um, I didn't even care much about other like Spartans until like they brought that up, like. Master Chief is the best Spartan like out there. Like the rest of them has, like pretty much died, but yeah. like Master uh, Master Chief was like um, downright uh, the super soldier, the super soldier. So yeah. Uh, hey Caleb, I know that we already passed what I was talking about earlier, but you know the you know the video I was trying to try, trying to find. Uh, I found it, and it's wonderful. Like hold on a second, let me lower it a bit so that way I don't destroy the like destroy this microphone. Hold on. Well, I wanted to find it because especially in the audience can't see it. No, they just need to hear it. That's it. And there you go. <laughs> yeah. That was it. I mean, I don't, I don't care if they can see it. They just need to hear it. That's it. It's only nine seconds, and it's beautiful. I'll probably cut this and then, like, <laughs> I'll probably put up the video that you're talking about. Uh, well, thank yeah, you. I'll give you a 20, link. Twenty nine, thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a link to that. There you go. So people can be educated on the greatness that is video game movies. Well, thanks for derailing the conversation. Right. Yeah, well, like, I try. A hundred percent, like one eighty turn yeah. for a video that we couldn't even hear. Right. Uh, <laughs> you, you, can, you can hear that? <laughs> no. Yeah. What? Well, well, definitely like not our audience. Like, uh, I mean, but my microphone's right here. Like, it picked up the audio. <laughs> But there's some people who really don't like the quality of that. And, uh, oh well. Yeah. Plus, put noise suppression on your mic. You know, oh dang! Yeah, no so. mistakes. Mistakes <laughs> made. No, no. Oh well. Hey, you, you, here's a link just for you. That's why editing software exists, man. <laughs> Anywho. Um, well, anyways, what I was gonna say before that happened <laughs> was, um, I really like. Disney's kind of, like, approach to doing uh, these, like, little uh, TV series and these little, like, one-off movies that really help to add to the story and paint, like, a fuller picture. And as as well as the, uh, like, TV series, too, like Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars, it really helps for the people who, like, truly, like, follow all that stuff. And it gives, like, a reward when you see things pay off on screen, like um, in the Han Solo movie when we saw Darth Maul. And everyone who just watched movies were, like, really confused. They are like, oh, I thought that guy died. Right. But if you had been following all the extended lore, you are like, this makes total sense, and that's yeah. so cool. Like, yeah, I was uh, talking to somebody the other day. What really works is the the in-between and uh, extended stories. Like, yeah. we've all pretty much seen, like, Star Wars Clone Wars, so, uh, or at least a good chunk of it, mm. to which we can always remember. Oh yeah, I like that scene. Um, yeah. Even though this character, like, um, I like Ahsoka Tano yeah. uh, in that series, she grew on me like all, over the years and stuff like that. She like at first, um, I thought she was just an annoying character in between being an annoying character under another annoying character <laughs> <laughs> is just 
too much for me, but she grew over time in which she was the voice of reason of, like, Anakin. Yeah. yeah. And they did Anakin really well in that series. They made him, like, all of his bad traits in the original, uh, in the original uh, prequel, sorry, uh, they really, like, smoothed that out and made a really great character for the uh, Clone Wars series. Right. Because they only brought it up, like, every now and then, and then um, they definitely did, like, a whole episode of him, like, going... Uh, seeing his future. Yeah, that was him, so cool. Right. So it, even him, like, seeing his future, like, no, this is impossible. I would never do this shit. And <laughs> just sort of, like, going <laughs> into, like, the original series of, like, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that does seem kind of Yeah, stupid. and there were a lot of, there were a lot of, or there were a few moments just sprinkled in there where you could see, like, a little bit of Darth Vader. Right. It was just, they did, they did his character so much justice in that TV series. Exactly. And if only that was, like, the actual Anakin betrayal, it would have been so great. I haven't seen Rebels, but... I haven't seen much of Rebels either. Not any, I've just seen, like, I don't know. Apparently they've been okay to go on for this long and stuff like that, even yeah. though they just got canceled because of crap contractings and stuff like that they did very well from where they were and stuff like that even bringing up like things that i didn't even know were possible in like the star wars universe um and from what uh, i told justice this the other day from uh what they someone told me was ahsoka was uh brought back in that like time space because she had already died from like anakin's like killing all jedi type order 66 yeah yeah so was she one of the children that died just off screen. <laughs> pretty much, like, uh, and so uh, basically, what happened was uh, one of the characters went to like a, a temple that figured out the form of time travel, or to bring care uh, from bringing someone from a different time to the world and stuff like that. So Ahsoka was definitely dead, but then they brought her back because all the fans loved her and stuff like that, and she could bring like a good perspective of how how Darth Vader was and what he is now. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, the, the way he, but the problem with that is you introduce time travel and which, which always, <laughs> it ruins everything. It's ruined every single series. It time really travel. Does. Like I was talking to Kayla about this, about how like, since they invented time travel in the Avengers at that point, they could literally just, you know, Oh, Iron Man, Captain America, they die. Let's just go to this different universe. Grab them. Bam. Catch them up to speed. Right. It's like well, they never died. Like, like literally, um, we were talking about how uh, uh, we we were like, like you. It's pretty much open ended at this point. Like the the fact that they created a different uh, dark universe and that universe is still like, uh, it, its threat's gone. Like Thanos is gone. What, what what happened to that universe now? Now things have been taken out of whack and stuff. Yeah, like that. everything is like just all like screwed in that right. in that universe that they created. Because like Thanos, like their Thanos died in like the the other like universe. So it's like what's what's gonna happen to them? Which means you can just go ahead and take anyone out of that universe now. Uh, now that uh, um, a Black Widow is uh, dead in that uh, our universe. You could just take the Black Widow from the other universe. And exactly. Her, her threat's over. You could just take her before she jumps off and like, hey, we got it done. Come Weren't back. They, so they were, I think the creators came out and said something like why they couldn't just take Black Widow from like the moment she jumped off. He, they have like some explanation for it to like fill it in. Okay. But I can't remember what it was. I, I, I would really need, probably need to like try to go with that up afterwards. Um, because, um, yeah, if you can give me a very good excuse, because, uh, post writing excuses is just like 
the hardest, like... And they, 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 they just kind of suck, because, like, you didn't have this in the movie. And it's like, okay, you have the explanation for Black Widow. Why can't they just go and grab Tony Stark from the other universe, you know? Right. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but, like, uh, the, um, after Game of Thrones um, and how everyone hated that ending, they had a post, like, writing sit-down with everyone and explained, why did you do this? What was going on through your mind in writing this? <laughs> and it was sad, like... Uh, they they would talk about like okay um, yeah we didn't have much time because the studio was like we need stuff now and stuff like that and how can you write something if like the book that you're basing it off on is not even finished? I think that's where they screwed up. Like they should have they should have like waited for the book to be finished before finishing it. Right, and because uh, the writer was pretty the guy who created the series was pretty mad too, right? Yes, like. Uh, it, he pretty much like okay yeah I kind of knew this was gonna happen at some point. Um, obviously they didn't give me enough time to do this, but because I know this story didn't work, I'll think of my own ways of doing things and stuff like that without anyone heavy handing me. And yeah. Just yeah, because if he was writing at the same time they were doing it and they were like they had like a partnership, the studio would have pressured him to like write some things that he probably wouldn't have been proud of. And like, yeah, it would have, at least now he can go back and correct it. And yeah. See, yeah, they could do a reshoot. (laughs) That's what everyone's pushing for. But at this point you can either be like, Oh, this is kind of like, I don't even want to watch this anymore. Like, I'm not even interested because they had to repeat. They, I don't th- the actors were all just drained after all this. Like, even some of them were like, yeah, I pushed a lot through this in which I almost drank myself to death oh, wow. <laughs> in order to like get the, pe- the best thing uh, out of me as possible. So it's going to be a while before I even look at Game of Thrones or anything yeah. of that sort. So it was just understanding. It was like the actor, like John Snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they said he said yeah I had drinking problems and stuff like that and I had to take a break. Those roles seem really hard. Like just anything fantasy or sci-fi, those seems those kind of seem like the hardest ones right. to do as like an actor. Because you have a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure, especially like comic books. Like nerd nerds can be like very oh like vicious. Yeah. Oh my god! Like I remember, I can't remember. This is unrelated. I remember, I can't remember what the context was anymore. I remember that's right. Uh. One character, like, due to some censorship in My Hero Academia, I remember some, the, somebody, the studio, whatever, was getting, like, death threats because of their censorship or something. Yeah. And, yeah, no. Anime fans, people, just, just nerds in and general. Kind of like we, if, I mean, we could go back to Sonic really quick, but, like, that that's what happened there. And, like, although, like, we're all glad that there's, like, a finished product and everything, yeah. they put insane pressure under the CGI guys to, like, go back and fix that in under an insane deadline. It, yeah, and I, I follow, like, uh, one of the, the Twitters and stuff like that. They, they talked about, like, yeah, I really hope it's done as well and stuff like that because this was just so much for me. Have you, have you guys seen all the stuff with, like, CGI studios, like, and how they, like, really don't make money? Like, a lot of them end up going bankrupt, actually, after, Jesus. like, really large-scale mm. blockbuster movies. I'm not surprised. Because what, what what will happen is that they'll have their costs budgeted out, and then, like, they'll go in, they'll do the work, and they'll bring it to the studios. Mm. And the studios will keep asking for more. They'll oh. keep asking and asking and asking. And, like, if there's already a contract, they, they want to, like, please the studio, so they'll go back and they'll keep doing these little things. But all that costs extra money, and the CGI studios usually end up eating that money. So it was something weird where the CGI studio, I think it was the one that worked on 
What was that movie about the tiger and the boy lost at sea? Oh, 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 oh. Life of Pi. Yeah, it was yeah like, I think yeah. the studio that did Life of Pi ended up going bankrupt, although they won an ops Oscar. Like, the studio didn't exist anymore because, like, they kept having to go back and do edits, which costed way too much money, and they just didn't have it in their budget. They never told yeah. me about that at all, really. If yeah. you're not Disney and you don't have that big amount of money, there's there's no way. You're set up to fail. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's very sad, and th- that's why I always, like, support my local artists and stuff like that, because I get it. I definitely get it. Like, it, it's, the shit's hard. Like, um... Yeah. It, it, it's um, it's to the point in which uh, what other studio did that? Uh, um, I, I think it was like the it, it Despicable Me people uh, had a little bit of trouble when they first started, mm-hmm. um, in, in which like they were scared that it, this ship wasn't even gonna do very well, like doing a whole like Steve Corral thing, you know. Um, it was like a weird concept. Like, it, yeah, it seemed like a concept that would go like 50 50. Right. It would do well or not. But hey, look at it now, man. Every single and they probably make, They're probably like printing money off of all those mini, yeah. like, uh, merch, <laughs> yeah. merch and everything. Minions are literally a uh, $100 a pop. So. What? <laughs> probably, probably. I think creating your own design of like a uh, minion and like how much like minions are like in one area, that's a lot to like do. Uh, especially if you're doing like. Um, army CGI is the hardest CGI because um, oh yeah, because it has to be like realistic and believable. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can't uh, just have one guy just walking into another guy and just keep going. Like um, movies like Lord of the Rings set that bar um, mm-hmm. because they were the first to do that amount of like work with a whole army of orcs. Now you'll yeah. see that and think that's a real army that's there. Like back in like the past, you only get like a small group, yeah. and then. I mean, like, just do off. some deep duplicates, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, on the subject of CGI studios, or is that is that studio at least still around? The people who are responsible for those epic battles and Game of I mean, not Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. They're still around after like uh, the first um, Lord of the Ring movies, in which they did that. Uh, um, uh, almost to the point they returned to like other stuff, like uh, they were returned for obvious like um, the newer Lord of the Rings series. Yeah, uh, the Hobbit. Uh, yes, and um, it. And if they did other productions with like uh, 300 and stuff like that, because they helped them out with that. Uh, so, um, it, it, yeah, you know, that, that's a studio that has that experience in like army yeah. tech. So, you know, um, which is awesome for them. Yeah. Um, um, real quick, um, uh, I wanted to talk about like, since we're all partly on the subject of Star Wars. So, you guys seem like the. Uh, the trailer for the new Star Wars movies, right? Like, yes. Yeah, yes, I have. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars, uh, uh, let me get that name right, uh, not The Last Jedi, because that was the last one. The Rise one. of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, the Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker, thank you. Um, Just spoiling it right in the title. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Before you even see the movie. <laughs> so, seeing as I, um, seeing as, like, most of us have seen, like, the trailer for this, so, Things that are like uh, put down in this. Okay, from what we see, we see more of like um, different uh, things going on. We see more of Ray, obviously, more than uh, Poe. The rest of them are back uh, now. They're on this rebellion like planet now that they were supposed to be in after the Last Jedi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that movie. Oh my god! 
Jets. Like we were talking about that like a day or not yesterday, two days ago. Yeah, we were talking about this yesterday. Like how stupid, uh, useless scenes were, and how that led to absolutely nothing because it just ended up being nothing. Okay, I, I have a I have a controversial opinion. I liked the casino scene. Oh Wait, yeah, yeah. What, what was it? No, you remind me of that scene because I don't remember anything. I just remember the stupid. I don't remember why they went there. The I think why they went there ended up being negated anyways later in the plot. Yeah. But the scene, I, I like the scene because it showed like a nice like post empire like kind of like right. area. Like oh, yeah. nothing looked like that in um in the original Star Wars mm. or really like uh in the prequels. So I thought it was like a little nice touch. A lot of people hated it because they didn't see a point to it, which I get. Right. But I thought it was cool. I just like I really like that whole area. I really liked, you know, I, I just like that, yeah. I agree with you. Like uh, uh one of the cool things about Mandalorian is they touch on that post uh Empire thing like you said, um in which okay we have to change currency. This currency doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Because mm. this is after Empire world and stuff like that. Because it makes you think, okay, um, if other countries take over and stuff like that, say um, Nazis war, uh, won World War II, what would the currency be different? Like, obviously, like if they took over America, like the currency um, wouldn't we wouldn't use American dollars anymore. We would use like uh, uh, whatever German money would be or whatever or the new currency of mixed like empire. Well, now the now they use the euro, but I, yeah. I can't remember what it was. Before the franc was it? The franc? Uh, maybe the franc. Yeah. yeah. So um, it, it would probably be very, very mixed at that point. And, um, and it, it's cool to see that in other things, like you say. In, uh, now, the thing about Last Jedi 2 as well, um, back on like useless scenes and stuff like that, um, like you said, very unrememberable stuff like up until like the end of the movie or near to the end of the movie and stuff. I completely forgot that Kylo Ren had his shirt off for a whole second. Oh, that's right. And <laughs> the buff and the buff Kylo Ren memes were everywhere. Oh, my oh, God. Like, what is this scene? Don't tell me they're gonna end up together by the end of the movie. <laughs> you know they are. You know they are. They're gonna end up together. It's gonna happen. Uh, from what I can here's my prediction for this next movie. I think it's like the sex movie for a hot second. I'm like what? No, no. Well, <laughs> um, obviously, near the end of the movie, uh, end of Last Jedi, they they were talking about like we would do much more if we worked together and stuff like that. Yeah. And they obviously showed it. Well, one of the coolest scenes from the Last Jedi yeah, that's was the, the whole fight. courtroom scene. Yeah, where they killed yeah. um, General uh, Snoke. Snoke. See, see, I don't even remember so because they killed him off so fast. He was only there for like what, two movies. That's it. What what bothers me about like what happened with the Last Jedi, which I've I've been more agnostic to it than other Star Wars fans, which is weird because it's a polarizing movie. But I've been like right in the middle of it. Like mm. I didn't hate it. Um, yeah. I didn't love it, but it did like throw the plot in a very weird area. And like where they're in the where they're at in the plot now seems like a rehash, even more of a rehash of the original trilogy than they could have done, right? You, you see what I'm saying? Right, because you, you, when you get rid of your director or writer and stuff like that, and you change it out with somebody who has to pick up that slack, obviously it's not going to be great because uh, this um, next director, uh, it was, uh, um, he was picking up from where um, director of Star, uh, Star Trek. Um, oh, J.J., was it J.J. Abrams? Abrams? Yeah. Yes. He had to pick up where J.J. left off, and um that's kind of hard to do when, like, okay, where was he going to go with uh, a raise, like, uh, whole thing? 
oh, is she just a married Sue? Is she just, does she have a connection with Skywalkers? No, she has no connection with Skywalker at all. She's just a, like uh, one of those um, Anakin births. Like, she was just existed one day. I mean, like, she practically is a Mary Sue. Like, she had one fight with a lightsaber when she yeah. had no training. She almost beat, no, didn't she beat Kylo Ren's ass in the movie? Or did she almost? I can't, I can't remember She, she beats Kylo, like, she force pushed him into a tree and then oh, just walks away. Like, even though she had no idea she had those powers in the first place. Yeah, practically a Mary that Sue. That is the most Mary Sue it's ever been. <laughs> so, um... Mary Sue with laser swords, man. The the other thing about it, too, is, like, uh, uh, where do I want to go with Kylo? Like, what's his backstory and stuff like that? Oh, he almost got killed by, um, by Luke. Make him even edgier. Right. Like... <laughs> I kill all the younglings. All sounds familiar, right? <laughs> he really wanted to be like Anakin. Right. So he's had to murder yeah, children. Yeah, it's like what what um the last movie needed to do was it needed to answer questions from the first movie. It completely failed at that. Like right. it didn't. It completely failed, and it created new ones. So it's just like on that basis, I get what everyone's saying. Like they didn't like that movie and thought it was horrible because it really did throw the plot in this weird way. Like that. They're at the period now, kind of like to where they were in the original trilogy, which is like, oh, they're the underdogs, and there's this like huge force, and like, yeah, it's just, it seems like too much of a rehash of what already happened. Although mm-hmm. I, I don't think that was the director's goal. The director, the director's goal is to do the opposite, you know, by making Luke, um, you know, a, you know, scum basically. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. So like, that's that's what it is for me. It's just like, okay. Now we're back to the point where the rebels don't have anything, and that they're the underdogs, and you know. I mean, they had Luke, but then you know he made a force ghost of himself. Got his force ghost got shot like eight billion times. You know, it did absolutely nothing, and then he just disappears out of nowhere. They literally just rid him out of the entire story at that point. Right. Like it, it was even to the point of like, okay, so astral projection is just the most powerful point of like Jedi and stuff like that, in which you could just be a. Uh, even Yoda as a ghost was way more powerful than anything. <laughs> That's right. Like, they made lightning, lightning show up. Yeah, <laughs> I miss. I still hate. I miss that part. Like I, I remember like coming back and I was like, "Why is there a tree on fire?" Right. So, well, okay, where were you in? Yeah, Yoda can freaking summon lightning <laughs> after he's already dead. Does that mean that Palpatine can show up out of nowhere and just yell unlimited power as he makes? Like, I mean, he's in the next movie. What? Well, oh yeah. Why did Luke die all of a sudden? Like yeah. Okay, like, was he weak? We never pegged that. Again. He's in the next movie, too. Right, so he's just going to be another actual protection of ghosts. So. They, they probably want to get rid of him because he can't relate to the kids, you know, being a boomer and all. <laughs> oh, okay. I just want to write a shout, okay, boomer, at right. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone in the theater just stop what they were doing, just shout at that as he shows up to give Ray some sort of godly advice. See, uh, there you go. That make my life so good. So let's go back to like the name Rise of the Skywalker. She says, "Okay, Boomer." T- Luke's response: "All right, I'm done." Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what? One of the things uh, from that title. Okay. So we can see an evil Ray in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, one of the things that uh, I um I, I was following the the voice actor for. Uh, one of the characters from Star Wars Rebel, and he made a good point. There are no such things as great Jedi's. Like, it, it, like we want that to be a thing, but we as a fan... Is that in the extended lore? That is not in extended lore. Oh, okay. Anywhere. 
we as a fans made that, I think. So, um, we, basically, the, um, the great Jedi's are just the idea of like, well, I'm, I don't want to be good or bad and stuff like that. No, dude, but, I think that's in the extended lore. I'm almost certain that they're that that's in the extended lore. It's where they don't have a side and they just have like white lightsabers. I could be super wrong. Let me fact check. Myself. Yeah, great Jedi's right here on the on Wikipedia. The term Grey Jedi or Grey had two meanings. First, it was used by Jedi and Sith to describe Force users who walk the line between light and dark sides of the Force without surrendering to the dark side. And second, it described Jedi who struct uh, who strictures. I mean, oh my bad, I skipped a line. Who dis who dis did that? And I and I forgot how to read. It I described Jedi who distance from the Jedi High Code and operate outside of the scriptures of the Jedi Code. I'm guessing it didn't. <sighs> It's not canon. It's definitely not canon, but right, I think right. it's in the extended, yeah. It may be like something uh, uh, they didn't give like an official title, but there's just been multiple characters who have followed that philosophy before. Like yeah. uh, Ahsoka like in Rebels, she has uh, followed that. Uh, it, I told Justice in somewhere in the extended universe, they're, they're one of the best like Jedi uh, characters that I've uh, ever seen in anything called Darth Revan <laughs> and Darth Malachi. Uh, or Malik, one of the two. Um, Darth Revan is a definition of a great Jedi. He was brainwashed to be a Sith. He became, uh, he soon got out of that idea and then became a Jedi again. But then he started up a Jedi war, which was like um, the war between just Jedis alone. Like that, there, none of them were evil, nor, nor nor were they good. But they all had different views in which. They can't continue a war on Sith without trusting the other one or not. So yeah, I, I have a question for you guys, and uh, we can move on from topics if we spend too much too much yeah, time yeah, on this yeah, one. Yeah. But just real quick, um, do you guys what do you think of Jedi? Because like I, the picture that you get from seeing the prequels is that Jedi's really aren't good either because like they're they have like such a strict code and like such a strict observance of like the Force. And are so like you know detached from emotion right. that they're really not a force for good, right? Like, I mean, you could say the same thing about the people who like sure be a good Christian, but it's like if they go too extreme and listen to, and go too extreme with the Bible, then you see that thing. That's the way how I see it. It's like you see those people who are literally holding signs and saying, "Yeah, you're gonna go to hell because you lied once." That's that's a good parallel when to I, me. When I think of Jedi's, I think they're just very null. Just yeah. blank. Yeah. Like, you cannot feel anything in the Jedi. You can't feel love. You can't feel hatred. You which makes it very easy to succumb to, like, the dark side. Yeah. Right. Because it's, like, all this stuff that you feel, which is natural, you can just, like, bottle it up and, like, become very powerful and, like, right. you know, do something about these emotions, which is why so many Jedi have turned to the dark side. They are the <laughs> only people who can literally scream out what is love and have it not be a joke. In one of the video games, uh, KOTOR, or Knights of the Old Republic, yeah. um, it, they touch on the subject of, there are actually some benefits to being on the Sith side. Like, yeah. you get to feel things. You, <laughs> yeah, you get um, to actually have emotions. <laughs> um, you, you do things out of ration, even though um, even though they're not of the best decisions. But you'll see this guy who's, like, super evil and stuff like that. And you just <laughs> like someone if you want to, because you know that in your heart, that guy is just as bad as you are and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, there's, there's no doubt, like, 
being a Sith has a little bit more benefits than being a Jedi. I mean, like, they wouldn't even, like, save Anakin's mom. Like, they got this guy from slavery and, like, really brought him up in the Order and everything like that. And he was like, hey, could you guys, like, save my mom or could we go back for it? They wouldn't no. even do that. Like, no. no. I genuinely forgot Anakin had a mom, to be honest, because, you know... Like, yeah, they never, they, they never well, talked I mean, about that. didn't have a dad. It was many chlorians or something with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they never heard of Dark Previous the Wise. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, um, so, yeah, it, I, it, I always come to the decision, okay, if I was in this world and I actually have these kind of powers, of course I'd be it, but like a Sith. But I won't yeah. be pledging my allegiance to an emperor or anything like that. I'll just go off and do whatever. See, I, want. I think yeah. I'm never, I'm never neutral about anything uh, in life. But I think I would choose a neutral one that everyone does, the, right. like the gray, yeah, the gray. I think that's like the best of both worlds. Yeah, a good example is in the extended universe, um, that which this series, um, the new sequels, were supposed to be about. Is uh, Luke has a son who uh, knew about all the Jedi ways and stuff like that. And he said, I should know this is a bad idea to suppress all my feelings and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm just going to go off and be like my uncle, um, uncle solo and just do rebe uh, rebellious stuff and just go do shipment runs and stuff like that. And I'll just do all my decisions as I want. I'll just have a lightsaber and a force and go as I please. That yeah. would be me about so that. Jedi that's man. Yeah. Um, I haven't played the new um, Fallen Jedi. I hear according to South Park, it's good. I saw the trailer of that. I didn't even see it in a gaming setting. I didn't know there was a new Star Wars coming out. I yeah. just was like watching TV and saw a trailer and it looks so good. Right. And, and I hear that um, he's another good example of a Jedi just doing whatever. Yeah. So, you know, that's pretty much a good example of having an adventure without having a like specific group of morals and stuff like that so exactly that, that that that's really cool um so um uh let's change subjects now because we've been on star wars for way too long <laughs> not long uh, enough about star wars you fucking nerds um let's talk about uh something you wanted to talk about Landis. um yes um uh tesla uh specifically oh yeah so uh as uh as a it must be probably already known. And by it's now. billionaire playboy philanthropist, uh, yeah, uh, CEO. Right. Um, so Tesla, uh, the company, just recently came out uh, and presented their new and approved truck called the Cybertruck. <laughs> the Cybertruck uh, comes with um, a critically acclaimed stainless steel armor on its plating. Um, both uh, and. According to them, bulletproof windows um, <laughs> and not enough um, power to pretty much uh, lift or like pull another truck, a regular like um, truck. So um, I want to hear you guys' opinions on this and stuff like that. What do you guys think of the new cyber truck? I'm looking at a picture of it right now, and I don't think of a truck. I think of the spy, the car from Spy Hunter. That's what I think of right now because it does not. It does. I. I don't see a truck, in this yeah, at all. It just like it doesn't. For one, it doesn't look like a truck. So like, a lot of people are comparing Tesla to Rivian, which is a um, it's a Detroit electric startup. Um, and they recently just got a lot of seeding money from Ford. And um, Rivian has a beautiful truck. If you guys haven't seen it, I'd, I'd uh, suggest pulling it How up. How do you spell that? Um, Rivian or Rivian? Rivian. Oh, okay, Riv and then E A N. Yeah. 
cool. Maybe and their truck is really nice. Truck. This is what people were more expecting from uh from Tesla. Um but yeah, I it just it's what just it's just ugly like it has like it's not smooth lines it has like all these angles and jagged edges um is it right here yeah wow and, and it's it just like an actual truck i don't think it will appeal to the people who will appeal so i do think it will appeal to a lot of customers and a lot of tesla customers but in order for tesla to become a serious automaker they need to expand their base i think um uh, I might be wrong on this, but I think in like it was either 2018 or 2017. I believe it was 2018. Mm. Electric vehicles accounted for one percent of all cars sold, like just in general. And like Tesla, ch- Tesla made up like majority of that chunk, but that's still only like one percent. So you need to get average consumers, right? Mm-hmm. And so a, a truck person is just not looking for for something like this out there. They're looking for something that's practical, something that's everyday. You know, um, and that moment you like, that you get made fun of, the moment you drive it outside, exactly. And then it's like one more thing. Like it's important to this is important for Tesla to have because trucks are actually very profitable. They're like the most profitable vehicle a uh, car company can make. I mean, GM. A lot of uh, well, I'll just I'll be generic here. A lot of uh, car companies have most of their revenue come from trucks. So for Tesla to, if Tesla ends up blundering this, it could be really bad right yeah or at least not helpful at the worst on the plus side though that's the thing though like whenever you're making a new technology even if it is come out as like garbage though you already got the groundwork done now someone now someone gonna show up at an hour usually you, you use what you've made use that inspiration and then bam make something better i mean sure it's not good for your company but i mean hey again you get the ball running there you go i, I i'm glad one of you uh brought up the good point of um this looks um, the way it looks ridiculous makes people not want to buy it. We have seen that this whole thing in the past four, like back when the Google Glass got mm-hmm. introduced, everyone said, "Okay, this looks dumb, this looks stupid," and therefore it never got sold and never mm-hmm. like got released. Um, it, it's the same with like the Google Car. This, this is a lot of like uh, going back to Google for a little bit, like a Google like failed technology that just didn't even get off the shelves and stuff like that. So, um, to be fair, um, the Google car, uh, has like evolved and it's, um, I know there was a Google car. And, uh, well, are you talking about the autonomous one? Uh, I'm talking about the one that's like self-driving. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, they're still working on that one. They've been working on it for uh, a long time. It's evolved and like the company, it's a new company now and it's called Waymo. Well, surprise. Oh, I think I heard of them. Yeah. So that, that was Google's initial, uh, that was, that had origins as like the Google car, but it's. It's way more now. And they've actually made really good strides in uh, autonomous vehicle technology, but it's not out yet. They they predicted it would be out around 2014. And the Google, it's 2019. It's still not out. And the Google Glass is actually a prime example. If you guys type, type in the Snapchat spectacles, pretty much what this what this is, is just like a Snapchat literally made their own little special glasses. That way people could actually like, oh, uh, use these glasses to help uh, make some, re- some pretty prime quality Snapchat videos, add filters, all that good garbage. Just a, just a prime example of that, man. Mm-hmm. So again, sure, uh, at the end of the day, it may look fugly, but I mean, it's because but it's because of something fug it's because of something that looks fugly and but it's super innovative. Like that's the reason why we have like more innovations in this type of field. And who knows? Maybe one day, one day, we'll we will get like a cool looking cyber uh, cyber well not cyber truck electric truck. Heck, I looked when I was looking at the cyber truck. Th- uh, sure, it does look terrible, but again, the only thing but the thing that it has going for it though are them stats because it can literally like, according to the website it can like tow seven tons. 
Yeah, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about too. Is I low key don't kind of believe in like the examples they gave on stage. Like um, one, uh, the way they present the guy hitting the the side doors and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the one he did on the side that separate from the truck, that one he put in, like a lot of force and damage to from what I was seeing with my eyes and stuff like that. But then when he got to the cyber truck, he pulled a little bit on his first hit. And then on a second hit, he went a little bit full force, but it just still seemed a little pulled and stuff like that. If you're doing a good example, uh, or you're doing an example of your car being almost indestructible, you want to give it the fullest force possible and give a demonstration of it getting hit by a car or something like that and the type of damage it does. That makes the person want to buy it more than seeing that your car does little damage and makes the person like safe in the car. Yeah. In this, I don't see that being the case. But, but it is a truck, so those are like the least likely to be more damaged than anything if you're basing your tech on that. Um, uh, the bulletproof window, of course, they had like a failed one, like when they were giving the example of like uh, where the guy threw the ball super hard at the window um, and it cracked it. Um, it didn't go straight through, which is a good thing that it didn't, but I'm at like they kept screaming, I want to see an example of bullets going into the window and stuff like that to see right. how indestructible oh. you're trying I, to make it. I mean, sure, get a gun to show off your book of but at the same time, you know, people will be freaking out because there's a guy <laughs> running <laughs> inside of this place. Well, obviously not inside, but, you know. Just have a video, sure. That also works. Just, you know, just be safe about shooting your car. Right. Trying to show it off. <laughs> So in uh, newer news, um, did you guys hear about the tug of war between the F one fifty and the the Tesla Cybertruck? No, I did not. I, yeah, I saw, I saw a little bit of video. What's on. what's this about now? Yeah, so Tesla's coming under fire because it did. Elon Musk has claimed that like the Cybertruck has better specs than the F one fifty and it's cheaper. Um, it's I think like their price range is like thirty or forty thousand for like a base model. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can check right now actually. And so. Uh, Tesla did a demonstration video and like had a little tug of war with um, the uh, F-150 and the Cybertruck. And I believe the Cybertruck pulled the F-150 like up a hill. Yes. Yeah. Um, because it, it went one overwhelmingly. But what what Ford is saying and actually what Neil deGrasse Tyson said, he like weighed in. And he was saying because they use like a rear wheel drive um, truck and because the truck wasn't fully loaded, it just didn't, the weight imbalance is what caused the Cybertruck to win versus like it having a more powerful engine. So it would have made more sense if they had fully loaded um, the Ford F-150 to be like exactly the weight of the Cybertruck. Mm -hmm. Oh, so yeah, the the rest of the- And Musk like admitted it and he's going to do a like redo of the video. Yeah, yeah. If you could prove to me again with a little bit more power to it, that yeah, it's a little more force in the engine, then- Yes, I can be like, okay, you're in the right direction. You're doing some more testing. You're lifting it off the ground. Yes, I, I want to see more of this. And um, I would change the design. Oh. Uh, it's just, yeah, it just doesn't look street ready. And there's also no. some people, have, like some engineers have pointed out some like good things. Like it doesn't appear to have a crumble zone, which is illegal. Mm-hmm. Like all the cars, a crumble zone. So like when your car gets into an accident, oh. all the like, all the energy goes to like crumbling up the yeah, car and I, to you. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, you're talking yeah. about this little like foam that's in between like, yeah, I saw that when yeah. I worked at, when I worked at my internship, 
Yeah, nah. And that doesn't have that. <laughs> I'm looking at this thing right now. And it doesn't have rearview mirrors either, which is illegal. What the heck? I'm looking at this at this thing right now, and I'm just not noticing. There's you up in the front, and I mean, like my, uh, I mean, like I, I just I just barely see any difference, I guess, between like the front of the car and you know the. Wait, what am I saying? It's electric. Oh my god, I almost I had a little brain fart for a second. Forget what I am saying. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, um. There's a whenever we think of like future cars that um uh, obviously like back when I was in middle school with like this one kid had like a, a booklet of like cars of the future stuff like that and where we're we going to like go with design of cars in like 2020 or 2030 and stuff like that and they all look slick smooth um some of them looked a little bit practical the only problem is and the reason why we haven't even got to that point is because of money like, well cars are already. Besides, like, this Cybertruck, cars are already, like, heading in that direction. Yeah. Right. You look now, they're way sleeker than they were a decade ago. I like, legit feel like I'm going to get cut when I look at the Cybertruck. Both of you have, <laughs> both have, like, Bluetooth-oriented, like, cars and stuff like that. And yeah. tablets inside of them. That, if you had told me that was even a thing in, like, the future, I would have said, wow. Like, um, forget having a TV in the back or something like that <laughs> while watching Dora or whatever the hell. <laughs> um, then, yeah, that's like more advanced than like um, most cars used to be. Um, I was talking to my dad the other day and stuff like that. He's a type of person who um, he's to the point in which he made everything automated in the house almost. Oh wow! Uh, um, I said he's like one shy away of getting that like um, uh, telling. Um, the Alexa to like turn off the lights, and I didn't want to say that in order to activate her. That's okay. why we're happy um, it's off. Yeah. Okay. So good. You um, can't do it anyway, but still. Yeah. And, and so he's one shy way of that. I'm like, so if if they told you there was a such thing as a smart house or something like that, would you get it? And like, <laughs> like the Disney oh, movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh God. No. Oh, my brain would just go to that. Like I I I asked him so. You were the type of person to just immediately go onto like the advanced technology bandwagon as soon as that threshold hit, and he said, "Yeah, pretty much. Like, um, as soon as um computers got to that like type of situation where it was more practical in the workspace, I started to like go more into it, and um, almost to the point where my whole job is based around the computer, and I know so much, in which it gets me so much into the workplace, and yeah. it got me very far." So um, that that's something that uh, I thought that, that was cool that my dad told me about. And so it makes you think, okay, the more technology advances more and stuff like that and cars and stuff like that, um, people will start looking into, like, if the Tesla comes out, they'll start looking into, okay, well, I can take this apart and I see if I can make something a little bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like it's a good start. And what, what I do like about the Cybertruck, I won't just completely uh, – especially because I work in automotive and uh, I might need Tesla to be my employer one day. Mm. Um, I will <laughs> say that... Uh, um, well, you're basically saying, please hire me, Eli. At least, like, Wait, they on. thought... They tried to think outside the box. Mm. At least they, like, didn't go with convention. Um, and they tried to, like, release something that's, like, never been done before. Yeah. And 
a good thing about this is that it's given them a bunch of earned media. Earned media is uh, a marketing term, and it's basically like when people are chatting about you, when people are tweeting about you, when the news is doing stuff about you, everything that you didn't pay for is earned media. And it's like what a lot of companies seek to get. And this has gotten them a bunch of earned mm-hmm. media. They've gotten over 200,000 pre-orders for this truck. Right. And so the out thereness of it has definitely uh, worked to their advantage. We'll see if those pre-orders persist and if this car ends up selling well. But right. yeah. One of the driving medias and like most things is memes and stuff like oh that. My, oh my! Oh yeah, it's meme too. Yeah, so many memes of this. No wonder people are getting onto the bandwagon. That's how I found out about this thing. Was from wait, was it from a meme? Either from a meme or just scrolling to YouTube. Either way, I've seen this thing like a billion memes. So let's just let's just assume I got this. I learned about this from a meme. The reason why Geico has done so better over the years and stuff like that is people were are able to. Um, look back on oh remember this funny Geico commercial you guys know that this is intentional right I've been in like some ad um, advertising meetings and there have been like tr- a like meme portion of like the campaign or like trying to get the campaign like made into memes to like get the life of it to go further talk really helps because yeah. uh, if, if you saw in recent news uh, that um, the state of South Carolina we're talking about we're all on meth it gets people talking. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, just doing things like that. Yeah, it gets people talking. And then, like, hey, we keep saying bad things about the Tesla truck, but everyone knows about it, and they haven't spent – or they've spent very little money in advertising. Right. But we're all, we're all talking about it. Right. So if, if you can get the most – like, if you can get people to talk a lot more about your product, the more revenue you get. So yeah. um, say if I make a meme about, like um, – I don't know, Razor Ran one day and stuff like that. And, yeah. Uh, that, it would spread like wildfire thanks to like things like Twitter and Reddit and all those like uh, good places and stuff like that. It'll get you in uh, different situations like that. Yeah. I mean, the whole area, I mean, you can just look at the Area 51 thing, which was like a huge meme and like ended up creating this whole buzz. <laughs> oh, yeah. I still remember how some guy literally thought about making a festival for that like yearly now due to that. Right. Like, uh, um, he, he, I don't think uh, people, like, one of the cool things I, I told you this about is I was following this one guy who hasn't gotten back in Naruto in so long and stuff like that. It, it, to the point in which everyone's talking about Naruto running in, like, a meme. Yeah, and like the, in the news, too. <laughs> they were talking about the Naruto running. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like, uh, oh, maybe I should get back into Naruto. What's happening in Naruto? Oh, alien stuff? Oh, okay. Aliens, cool. they can uh, light people on fire, destroy villages just by looking at them. Yeah, no, right. Sasuke has to blink and he, someone's dead. Yeah, and I was, thought that was funny. Oh, that power creep. Oh, <laughs> right? I don't uh, justice that much. I fucking hate it. How, uh, talk no jutsu is the most powerful thing in Naruto. You can talk anyone into the <laughs> Even if they're child murderers, like Orochimaru. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah, he's a good guy, by the way. If you didn't know, he's a good guy now. Thanks for that spoiler. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it, I thought that was fucking stupid. Like, how, how the fuck? You, you can't just talk to Osama Bin Laden and be like, you, I, uh, uh, I'm going to be the president someday. <laughs> You need to be a good guy again. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll help you until I get killed. There you go. <laughs> You're my Nakama. Uh, Osama Bin Laden. My best friend. And nothing's ever going to change that. Oh, no, you're dead. Right. You'll still be my best friend, Osama. Oh, man. Um, so, oh, um, uh, so, is there, like, any other, like, 
type of like uh, uh, feature type that you think is going to like sort of advance more. Yeah. Besides like cars themselves, like obviously computers are obviously going to get more advanced the more we do them with stuff like that. Smart glasses, man. Just because after all, again, sure, they're already looking fugly already and. They're already looking fugly, but eventually, as time goes on, they keep looking better and better and better. Plus, as time goes on, literally, like, as time goes on, we keep doing stuff. We live from our mistakes. We improve. Eventually, one day, we will have a good-looking pair of smart glasses that will not look so different compared to everyone else's uh, regular glasses. And it'll be freaking great, especially if we can if we can implement AR into those things as well. There you go. There you go. That, 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 could, be some, that could be some pretty fun stuff, actually. I had an idea the other day. So, we, we pretty much have, like, a superconductor or... Uh, or hoverboard, like actual hoverboards, not the ones with the wheels on. Um, yeah. Hoverboard technology and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much like it works, it's on the surface, uh, matches that electrical, like, conduit, like the rest of, like, cars, or, like, or that, like, type of air surface thing. Um, it, it, anything can just float on top of it, and we won't even need, like, actual wheels and stuff like that. Yeah, I've, I've seen a video of what you're talking about. Do, do you think, like, cars will be implemented to that, in which we need to fix roads, and to which we don't need to repair them in order to, like, um, just mm. drive on them? And it's pretty much, uh, and won't need, like, gas to pretty much fuel them. So, I haven't heard much talk about that, although I'll look into it. Mm-hmm. Where the auto industry seems to be right now is very much with autonomous vehicles and electric vehicles and, like, creating, like, a network um, that can, like, respond to autonomous vehicles. So, like, I've seen proposals for smart roads mm-hmm. um, where, like, the roads can, like, chat with, like, the autonomous vehicle and, like, alert for, like, potential dangers such as, Ooh. like, deers crossing the road or, like, patches of ice or, like, even I've seen proposals for these roads even being able to, like, heat up, heat, heat themselves to, like, All get rid of ice? ice and snow. Yeah. That would be cool. And stuff man. like that. So those are really cool. I've seen proposals of, like, being able to like charge cars as you're driving so you don't have to pull off to a station like if if we all switch to electric vehicles just the maintenance um, alone for that though yeah well i so there's one company that's proposed like having like having like a port kind of like at the end of like a car mm-hmm. and like there would just be like the car would have like a crane that would like attach to um the road and it would use kinetic energy to charge the car and it would be like very little like cost to like put it implement it into roads right mm-hmm. um so yeah, that, that's where like all the talk I've seen goes is just like having cities that can communicate with cars and vice versa. Um, I've seen proposals for like HUD displays for cars and displaying like temperatures and like just important information and like you know restaurants nearby and all that stuff. Oh, so there's some cool there's some cool uh, proposals out there, and yeah. we're seeing a lot of stuff at uh, the electronic trade show, the consumer electronic trade show. They have like a yeah, bunch CES. of car concepts and stuff. I freaking love CES, man. Yeah. I haven't been to the Cobalt Center in a long time. Um, to go see the Auto Show. Yeah, yeah, Auto Show has a bunch of good concerts. Oh too. my god, I still remember the one from like 2014. No, not 2014. When I was 14 years old, and I loved all that band. Yeah, I would like to go back there. Like, don't they do it around like, springtime? Or, like, they switch it, so it's like in the summer now. Yeah, and they have it's supposed to be like mostly outdoors, and like they're supposed to have like Ooh. a lot of like driving uh, and interactive things now. That's right. very different. So wait, so there's, so it's not in the Cobalt slash TCF. It, it still is, but it, they have a whole outdoor one. Ah, gotcha. And, like, it used to be towards the, like, fall and winter. Yeah. But they're changing it to the summer, so it's hotter. See, the, the, one, you, uh, yeah, the one thing that went through my mind about the whole, like, road thing was just, I mean, I mean the, like, if you're going to go and, like, uh, change the road to all that, not only are you going to go and, like, go for every single batch, patch of road, but also include, like, coils that we can actually heat up 
all of the uh, you know, those roads to rest well during uh, the winter season. It's just gonna be a lot of trial there, especially because if you want to make sure you want to heat up those coils without messing up with the messing up with any of the components in the road whatsoever. Because yeah. after all, I remember uh, you know about the air power thing that Apple had, where it was like uh, there's this thing called air power. There, there, where Apple's trying to make some uh, product that was uh, supposed to help up with wirelessly charging all your stuff or whatever, like your ear, like your AirPods, your phone, and I guess whatever the heck else. But I, I vaguely remember that. I just, I vaguely remember everything. I remember that at the end of the day, it got scrapped because. Trying to go and uh, implement all these coils inside of the product to go and uh, charge your phone, it would eventually like heat it up so much, and it was just it was just not a good it was just not a good thing going on with that. So they just had to scrap it because of that because uh, it was just too hot. See, um, the, the way actually, uh, by the way, how, how do you guys feel about like the TCF cobalt center like switches? Oh, absolutely hated it. Yeah, dumb yeah, yeah. name. Or at least like, I get the reason why they switched it. Um. Do you guys know why they switched it? Um, I'm assuming a company called... Oh, wait, TCF Bank. That's right. I'm assuming they bought it. They it, bought the building. That, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, uh, uh, that, it's the same with, like, the Little Caesars Arena and stuff like that. Like, the, so they, they, their argument was they wanted to switch it because um, Kobo's named after a former Detroit mayor, and apparently he was very racist. And, uh, like, yeah, he, um, he, like, really perpetuated a lot of, like... I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he... He was just terrible with race relations in the city. He may have been mayor when, like, one of the riots happened. Oh, okay. But it was like, yeah. And so they were like, okay, we kind of can't continue to have this guy's name on here. But I would have wished that they would have chosen someone a else. name? Like Joe Lewis. We no longer have a Joe Lewis arena, so you could have had a Joe Lewis Center. center. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. 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 That would have made, made a lot more sense. I, I, I remember Joe Lewis when I was I was sad when they, like, had to deconstructed and stuff like that. But I remember when me and my, my brother, um, uh, we went to go see, uh, at the time, I think it was Batista, but before he was like a uh, movie star. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and uh, that, that was one of the uh, uh, funnest times is going down there. Uh, my grandfather used to work there and stuff like that. It's part of uh, like uh, concession stands and stuff like that. He used to like work it all. Like, um, and so, I was saddened to see that that got like uh, taken down and stuff like that because it, it just seemed like there was a lot of history there. Yeah, like but um, it hey, if you tell don't I didn't even know that like the Cobalt Center was even named after like a racist center. I I didn't either until like I saw like what their what their reasoning behind it was, but it just like they shouldn't. I I just don't like public th- not public, but I just don't like. <laughs> Things like that mm-hmm. named after companies, like give it name it after someone who is like special to the city, or give it like some kind of cool name. But don't just put TCF Center up there. Like it sounds so horrible. Right. Yeah. It, it's basically like, uh, oh hey, we'll donate this one to name that. Exactly. It's yeah. <laughs> and we're seeing that all over the place. Like corporate sponsorships of like arenas and stuff is very popular right now. So you're seeing everything be named after companies. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. like we got Comerica Park named after the bank. Right. The Little Sisters Arena, and uh, um, it, it's a whole like non-ending stuff. And then um, part of like the proceeds of that don't even go to like the right people and stuff like that. So exactly, uh, parks and like uh, different things they usually go to like parts of charities and stuff like that. Yeah, um, and, and especially if you're representing a company, the companies are like, "Well, actually, we're just going to use part of the of this money to not help." Um, Bring more to this arena or... Or the surrounding community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're just going to, here, have like a fish tank. 
or, or uh, poolside <laughs> in the arena. It, I'm like, wow, that seems like a waste of money just to put a pool inside of an arena. It's cool, but it's not practical either. So, you know, it's kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, no, like, one day I hope that we'll, like, sort of get out of those shackles of, like, corporation naming and stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah, it just, I mean, it just one thing that kind of, like, reinforces their power, especially when you talk about a city like Detroit, where it seems like every private development, development these days is being subsidized with, like, taxpayer money. Like, the Little Caesars Arena was paid for with $250 million of uh, taxpayer money. And just, like, you know, like, if you're, if you're going to get public money, at least, like, give us, like, a, a hero of ours or something to name the center after. Don't mm-hmm. call it Little Caesars Arena. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, um... Oh, boy. Um, so, as technology progresses, like, you know, cars and things like that, do you think that because technology advances to the um, to the comfort of of, of humans and things like that. Um, so, like at the point where I'm getting food deliveries from a robot and stuff oh. like that, do you think <laughs> at some point there's a threshold in which we'll say we need to stop here before we end up going back to the point of no return? Before we turn into the people from Wally? Yeah, pretty much a Black Mirror episode of sorts. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, because it's like technology. Technology really evolves faster than anything. It evolves faster than government regulations. It evolves faster than like, you know, like kind of like how we can study like its effects on people, and like it evolves faster than perception. So it's like really, it's really hard to say if there will ever be like, okay, we need to stop and really think about this for a minute. And you can see it in a lot, like. You'd see it today in, like, today's social media use and with the youth, how it's, like, making them super depressed oh, go look, and insecure. No, yeah, exactly. And Or, like, the result from tech jobs, which is like, priced a bunch of people out of, like, San Francisco and, like, L.A. and has made those places where you can only live there if you're rich. Mm-hmm. Or we can even look at, like, data right now and how, like, what, what we as advertisers and marketers can do with data um, and, like, people's privacy and like it's like re- regulations are just now starting to address this but like there's been a long period of time where like government regulators have not caught up to this and then you get instances of like facebook and yeah so right. i just i just don't think that we'll have the wherewithal to be like okay we need to stop for a minute and right. take a breath right yeah, he's like 3d printing is getting out there in time technology wise and what you can build a whole boat yeah, can you make a fucking gun with a 3D printer? Oh, yeah. Here you go. Regulation just started to get to that. Like, I think they just said that it's, it's like, illegal now to, like, share instructions on how to make a gun over the internet for 3D printing. uh, It's very unfortunate because people will find a way, like, most things. Like, uh, I was up to my um, dad the other day, um, and Christian, I think, was there, too. Um, We were talking about guns and stuff like that and how, like, how, how do people get a hold of, like, whole, like... Uh, AR-15 uh, type guns and stuff like that and start doing like um, shootings and stuff like that. I just like, the dark web or it, something. It, not even. It's super easy to buy those things legally. Oh, yeah, boy. you can buy them individually <laughs> and start building them and then like 
boom, you add just up a whole... I mean, yeah, you can easily... So, like, one of us could go out and easily buy an AR-15. It'd be easier for us to get an AR-15 than it would be a pistol. A pistol, like, you, there's, like, licensing things never. But, like, for a rifle like that, it's super easy to get. Okay. And then you just, like, mod, mod it or rig it or use, like, a bump stock or whatever to make it, like, fully automatic. What, right. kind, of, what kind of backwards-ass country do we live in where you can just get an AR-15? I looked into... Okay, so, like, I looked into some several self-defense things. And I just, like, was inquiring about... <laughs> A taser in order to like get and use a taser in this state you have to get a ccw uh a concealed carries we weapons permit yeah to it, just to have one so it's like i could go in a store right now and buy and just have an ar-15 but in order to get like a taser or, or a stun gun too something non-lethal i'll need a ccw right that's okay yeah it's a thing see yeah no uh uh, um, my dad bought like a handgun the other day and stuff like that, and he, he told me like how like the process of getting a handgun and stuff like that. It, it's it's a um just getting a handgun alone is a lot of process, which it's all harder me, than the other guns. Yeah, it puts me at ease and stuff like that. Mean that I the the subject of is it easy just to get a gun uh, off the street and stuff like that? It's like no, well, not really. They made it a lot harder and stuff like that. Just not anyone. Not uh, just anyone. I mean, like it's 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 still pretty easy. You it, could go it, to like so like yeah, if you go to official channels, it's right. easy. But like you can go to like gun shows. Gun shows have a ton of loopholes to where you can easily get it, or you can buy it from like peer to peer, which is illegal. Yeah. But uh, you could buy it from like peer to peer or whatever. So it's still there's a lot of guns in this country. It's very easy to get one. Doesn't it like uh, it goes on like depending on like if the person selling it is privately owned or not or yeah, there's like, different regulations for like if someone has like a business versus if it's at like a trade show right you can i think you can tr you can transfer a weapon but i don't know like i don't know if the laws are different based on the type of gun you have mm -hmm. or like if you have to like how do you transfer your name like if like i were to gift you something or like if one of your relatives died and you were passed on a gun like i don't know how all that works but yeah it's it's pretty at least through the legal channels it's pretty easy to get a gun if you want a gun <laughs> right it, it it's like very sad to see that like um, even like uh, children just because um, back when we were in high school and stuff like that, that was when the first that was that's when it like, just started. Like, right. well, no, they had already started happening, but like, it, it was when it just started getting bad. So like, where it was just, like something was happening like every year, right? And Jeez. it's almost like a weather now. It's yeah, like, it's unpredictable. You'll, you'll see it around this area. And then it'll just move on to this area. Like it's something is more than just what just class bullying. Like, are we doing something wrong in like the bullying aspect to, to make it a lot worse? Or like, I have no idea what's going on there and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know. This is a whole, yeah. This is a whole. Like I would need a thing. whole another yeah. hour for this subject. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So far, what was the most impacting movie this year to you guys? Like, mm. um, but um, like Endgame was obviously up there. Like, um, and there's just a lot of them. Like, it seems like every other movie that follows Endgame 
was just watered down, and you forgot that they even existed. Like, I totally forgot about Shazam and Hellboy was in the beginning of this year, because that just got overshadowed by NK. I forgot Shazam I forgot. existed, man. I forgot Hellboy. I didn't even realize that was coming. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I know I missed Shazam, but I didn't even... That wasn't even on my radar. Like I, um, when I went to uh, see help, uh, like I was talking to somebody like before how long it came out. I was saying, yeah, this this is not going to do so well because I haven't, even though it, from what I saw in the movie, they did it just accurately to the movie. And this is the first one where it did accurate to a movie and it did not do very well at all. Wow. And this was a full-fledged, like, blockbuster? Yes. Wow. They, they planned on doing a whole franchise about... Oh, that's sad. Up to, in which, like, in the post-credits, uh, they did a teaser to um, uh, the Fishman, uh, uh, I think it's, like, Abraham. Uh, yeah, I know you're talking about. I don't remember his name, though. Yeah. Yeah, um, to, to the Fishman. And, like, um, they really had, like, future plans with this and stuff like that. But... Boy, did it not do so well, and I, I don't want to see What studio was it? It was uh, the same studio that did, uh, um, I, I, I think uh, it was a Guillermo del Toro, like, uh, same studio, that, that's for sure. But I think that it was all along the lines of that kind of same studio. Uh, they must have just not promoted it enough and i think that's the key thing is that they just didn't spend enough on like advertising yeah like they, they did the whole like uh, pl- uh play the intro um for the the uh, i'm sorry uh for the uh, introducing the character and it just didn't work so well like it, they played play the popular pop music or whatever like that. oh god they lost yeah. money the box off the budget was fifty million. They made forty million. Okay, it could have been worse. They could have made back thirty million. But yeah, no, that's, that's no. The four movie that's so awful. To like not even profit yeah. is terrible. Yeah. It has a one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh lord! Yeah, I really. Uh, or sorry, one star. Sorry, seventeen. Yeah, okay, good. I was thinking, seventeen percent wow. though. Yeah, because I was thinking they cut the Rotten Tomatoes just cut that thing in half. Like, I rarely like, agree what? to like Rotten Tomato like. Uh, uh, scores, but that one I do agree on. It's it's not great. But uh, when you have like so, when you make such little money, because even bad movies usually will break even or like make money. Like bad movies make money all the time. Mm-hmm. But to like to lose almost ten million dollars, they just did not market this movie well. Yeah, or it, at all even. <laughs> it, 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 well, it tried to do like a, uh, they claimed it was supposed to be a serious more version of Hellboy and stuff like that. I could not take any of this serious. Like, uh, uh, basically what they did with the makeup for this Hellboy is they literally even said to themselves, yeah, we just took the uh, Ron Perlman uh, makeup and we just attached it to uh, David Harbour. And, like... Oh, my God. And then they just created, like, uh, this weird morphic, like... He wasn't even attached to his skin at the time. Yeah, here it looks like. <laughs> oh god, it looks, that looks so bad. I look disgusting and <laughs> like he looks like he has like a tumor, oh, like coming out. And so he will say things like "this guy's an asshole" and like his lip, like um, all that like uh, extra like makeup on his like lip would just like not even like match up to his cheekbones. Great! It, wow. Like, Terrible. Uh, they had. How did they spend this fifty million dollars? <laughs> it, 
Most of it was just on like the the monsters themselves. The monsters themselves in this looked better. Everyone is set for Hellboy. <laughs> so, uh, boy, I'm so glad they're not gonna do. They even killed off his uh, mentor very early in the movie. Oh that, God, it, why? And it didn't even make sense for him to be killed off. Yeah, no. If you're gonna kill off someone who's really dear, near and dear to your protagonist, you know, let him do shit. Let him, you know. Get near and near with the audience before you just kill him off. Yeah. Otherwise, it's gonna be like, oh hey, you kill off some guy is that super important to the story. Do I care though? Like you guys remember like the first like uh, Hellboy movies and stuff like that. Uh, I vaguely uh, remember uh, his mentor, his old uh, the, his father and stuff like that was this brittle old man with balding hair and stuff like that. They they got like a he um his mentor in this is the quite opposite of that. Um, is he like Aunt May, the equivalent of Aunt May in the MCU? Yeah, pretty much. Like the young, the, the younger he gets, the more good looking. Like, oh, what's the actor's name? Uh, the actor's name is Ian McShane. Ian Mc. Oh, here he Ian is. Ian McShane. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he plays Professor Broom, uh, Hellboy's mentor, and like huh. he looks. Yeah, he has a full head of hair. Yeah. <laughs> he's got full head of hair. He's he's got a little bit of gray like, spots. Yeah, he, no. But he can still. He looks like he's he can still do a backflip if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd just say he's like what forties. That's like forties, maybe fifty. That's my guess. He, like, he, well, I'm sorry. Uh, apparently, he's seventy-seven. He's he does not, not look seventy-seven. 77. <laughs> wow. He isn't too No, this guy looks too young to be fucking seventy-seven. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. He, he, either he found the fountain of youth, or he just dyes his hair. Nah, he's just—he's just like he's some—he's some related to Will Smith, man. Right. Um. Uh, um. Oh, another movie that came out. Uh, Shazam. I want to talk about that for a little bit. Uh, Shazam was surprisingly good. Like that is like one of the DC movies. Um. That were like, it, be it not connected to the rest of like the DC uh, EU. It's the oh, so they made it. They made it a one-off. It, it's pretty much it. It implies to like in the post credits, mm-hmm. uh, Superman does show up like in, in their like school and stuff like that. Henry Cavill Superman. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't show his face because the actor's not there. Yeah, yeah. And so, he's working. <laughs> so why would you show him? The Witcher now, man. Right. Uh, it, it, yeah. Uh, with this, it, it's sort of all that events um, that happened with the Justice League happened, but who cares? Whatever, it's all about Shazam in this movie. Yeah. What about the Flash giving Batman that message? Whatever happened? <laughs> what, what, what about that? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we need to move on. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you guys, actually, DCU is just such a mess. Yeah, they just need to not do the extended universe, and I think they should just right. make one-off movies of, and dive deep into these characters. Yes, oh, they yeah. to take it slow. They just need to do a Joker approach, like, I think, for a lot of the movies. Exactly. By the way, we're speaking of Joker. You guys both have seen Joker. I've talked about the Joker on this podcast before, but not to the full extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was very vague on it. I might as well. We might Wait, as well should we? Should we? Should we okay, so spoiler alerts. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alerts. alerts. If you haven't seen Joker, then it's a movie. Go ahead, move on. Um, and I don't want to say this will take like. We can't give you a timestamp because we're currently talking about that. You have no idea. This is not planned. Right. Uh, I can't give you like a specific one. But just, um, I'll, I'll probably figure it out in post credits and stuff like that. I'll just say, hey, skip to this scene. The Joker was played so, by Joaquin Phoenix. Um, spoilers in three, two, one. 
Okay, so, okay, so let's go ahead. Um, I can just go say this right now. When you were talking about favorite movies, it's, it's tied. I'm tied with that and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood being my favorite movie of this year. Right. Like, um, first of all, like, um, we're, we're going to break this Joker. What do you guys think? This Joker is on part of all the oh, other Jokers. Oh God! I mean, he's up, he there with, he's up there. He's up there with Heath Ledger. Like, Keith, Heath Ledger, Keith Ledger. I keep forgetting. Heath Ledger. Thank you. He's up there with Heath Ledger. I don't know. Like, I, they're two completely different things. Yeah, they're really so. Why it's hard to rank is because they're different portrayals completely. And oh man, I like what Heath, Heath Ledger did in the context of a Batman film, but I like this Joker for being like a strong standalone realistic yeah, joke. Man. I mean, like, mm-hmm. they make it to where you're kind of, like, you're very much, like, on his side yeah. <laughs> most of the time. Especially where the Heath Ledger one, you kind of, like, you knew he was evil and the character was cool, but you you wanted Batman away. You were like, fuck this dude. Right. But um, for uh, for this, for Joaquin Phoenix Joker, you, like, felt bad for him. You're like, this dude, everyone's, like, being mean to this dude. Yeah, like, not necessarily. Punched in the face. Yeah, he has, like, this condition. Like, he's poor. Like, you really feel bad for him. You, you think, okay, well, no wonder he went insane and stuff like that, because this, yeah. he was this abused. That, it's a domino effect, yeah. and it, it's everything stacked on top of him at once, with uh, the whole gar- um, garbage situation having, oh, having yeah. lower Gotham, uh, the fact that he's at a one-end job trying to make way so he can feed his mother and himself mm-hmm. and he can even barely feed himself. It, it's really a movie. Oh it's really God, a movie yeah. about like class struggles. Right. <laughs> it has like very like Marxist vibes. Like straight up whenever I saw Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix like they really had him shirtless. I was thinking to myself dude don't breathe too hard or else your fucking ribs is gonna burst out of your fucking stomach because that's how fucking skinny he was. Right. Like, but yeah, yeah I just like it really had a good kind of like a good commentary on like just like class and like yeah it was on the backs of this like trash strike so like it was basically like workers were just really angry mm-hmm. at the city of gotham and it really painted the the wayne family as like the villains yeah. exactly i was telling justice one of the coolest things that this movie does and there's this uh batman telltale video game uh that's just very story oriented is uh bruce Bruce's parents are pieces of shits, and we've always known them as like the the best of Gotham. Like, yeah, they, they could do no wrong. And this, no, they were just as worse as everyone. Bruce was the only person to come out good in the situation. Yeah, and, and we really don't get like the perspective of like poor downtrodden people of Gotham. Like we only get like you know Bruce and his like cocktail circles, or like Bruce in the context of other like superheroes. But we don't get like average joe or not even average joe but just like the poor people of gotham and how they feel like every like working class people oh exactly like i've been reading a whole bunch of new 52 let me tell you especially because whenever i'm looking at my old batman stuff it's literally just oh hey super rich party that bruce is at oh hey occasionally whenever you see whenever you see the when you see the poor side of gotham it's on fire because someone's destroying gotham or like yeah they paint them as the bad guys usually like the poor like gotham people are usually like the criminals and the yeah we're just trying to make buy because this world is like Super like um, corrupted because cops uh, before um, uh, before cops there was like uh, um, well it, yeah in between mafias and stuff like that so like Falcone uh, Falcone like type uh, mafias were just shake everyone down and stuff like that and not that we have a chance to fight back with all this technology and stuff like that it's no wonder we all went crazy for power and stuff like that and yeah. um. And just that type of leadership, because uh, before in this, this Joker was like uh, 
Yeah, I don't want nothing to do with that. I'm not political and stuff like that. Yeah. But now that I have this like following and stuff like that, well, I'm part of it and stuff like that. And like, uh, I I want to lead this group of people to the promised land and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, it, that's a like that's the thing that caught me about this joke. Yeah. It's like, wow, like he and like. What what I didn't like to uh, not about the movie but about like the commotion. This movie, as everyone knows, was very controversial. Yeah, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, it just perpetuates the stigma of like mental, mentally ill people being like violent, and like it just like perpetuates this whole like stereotype." But like I disagree. I think the way they portrayed him was that he wasn't doing. For one, there wasn't even that much violence in this movie, and everyone was oh, making no. this movie yeah. seem like a total like slasher film. And it's like there wasn't even that much. His yeah. first act of violence is in self defense. Yeah, right. people are just freaking whiny babies. That's what that's what And like doing. well, I I get I get that there are sensitivities and everything like that, but like the way that they handled this was really well. Like you can obviously tell that the Joker doesn't kill the few people that he kills because he's mentally ill. Yeah. He does it out of like retaliation for how everyone's treated him. Right. It, it has not it has Mental illness is in there, but it's only because people have treated him horribly for having a mental illness. That's literally at the end where he literally says, "What do you get when you have a, when you push a man too far?" And he proceeds to go and just freaking blast a guy's brains all over. That's right. literally just the result of him just you know taking that shit for too long. Like I remember in the beginning, kids randomly took his sign. Oh hey, you're laughing near me. Is this something funny? Beat the crap out of him people, like two or three times. People tell you to behave as if you or um tell you to behave as acting like as if you don't or whatever that line was that he said. The world may uh, never know. Uh, um and that was like that's that that hit that hit the point uh, everyone's like back in the mind like yeah people do say that a lot and they actually do believe that this person is obviously not mentally right just by looking at them and stuff like that which is very not fair and stuff yeah. like that so um, I think the message of this movie is basically to like and treat those people nicer and right. like don't overlook them and be kinder to them it's not like be afraid of people who are mentally ill that's not the message no. at all no like the, the literally they just gave it the simple point and wherever you left that um, that that line is wherever you leave um, the thought of society we yeah. just live in a society that's it you know um, and these people are part of that society don't treat them any different just yeah. treat them normally so yeah so uh, that's really cool about this movie. Um, and the other cool thing, uh, the other thing that I just wanted to ask you guys about, like, um, so how did you guys feel uh, about um, other people's acting in this movie as well? Like, uh, you, you got uh, Robert De Niro. You have that one girl from the Atlanta series, and um, she was in Deadpool too. As well. Oh my gosh, she was Domino. Oh, yeah, Domino. You're right. Now that, now that you just said that, I remember it yeah. exactly. Now. Yeah. <laughs> She's got some real good like talent in her and stuff like that. Yeah, ever I think all the acting in the movie was was great. I think yeah, it was just it was really good. Right. Um, Especially Walking Phoenix, like he is just that was a great betrayal by him. I'm sorry, I didn't pay attention to anyone who wasn't Walking Phoenix. That's all my eyes were on during that entire thing. His portrayal was amazing. Yeah, because like he, he uh, I do agree um, to both. Like everyone had their own like they shared that dynamic with him, and he wanted that specifically like. When he told them, uh, he told them literally on set, okay, if you, um, if you're on set and stuff like that, treat me as if you would think I'm a little bit strange. And, and, uh, tr treat me, um, a little bit more, like, um, 
treat me as I'm like this character. Like treat me like I'm a weirdo. If you see me doing the weird like dance and everything like that, give me like weird looks and stuff like that. I like yeah. that. It gives me a little bit more energy to do this character. Yeah. He but, did, he didn't do the Jared Leto approach. It was no. just to like make everyone think that you're crazy and like feel weird about you and everything like that. Right. He literally didn't have uh, damage literally on his forehead. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, it, it, it's something really cool of, um, about the actors is that uh, the portrayal of this movie, and most people don't know this, and I didn't know this because I never seen this movie, um, is like Robert De Niro started, started a movie called The Taxi Driver, I think. Um, and in which like he practiced his line because... He finally got a gig as a comedian to be on this one show. He was um, uh, trying to uh, be on, like, because he's been practicing in his mother's basement of being the best comedian ever and stuff like that. And he finally gets a shot, and he ends up, like, doing very well for himself, and that changes his whole life. This is a spin on that in which, like, uh, um, Joaquin uh, plays this character who wants to be a comedian, but just it doesn't work for him and stuff like that. Yeah. And everything around him says it doesn't work. And then when he finally gets on the show, he realizes, actually, I don't want this life. Yeah. Because this is a fake life. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's really good. I didn't even realize that connection. But that, that's like really cool. Yeah. Um, I The director definitely uh, knew where he wanted to go with this. And um, I'm glad it super worked out. And I'm glad that woman that he was with. It, that she wasn't like Harley Quinn, or they didn't give her a yeah. Name. Thank they God they never gave her a name at all in this movie. Yeah. So, um, because he just because why would he know her name? He does. He was never even with her in the first place. Yeah. So they only met each other on the elevator, and he just put his mind. Oh, what does it feel like to be with this girl? Like that. Yeah. that was like one of the most surprising and like great twists of the movie. Right. Like they did that so well. I just looked at Taxi Driver, and after seeing the plot, it is freaking wild. Oh my god! Yeah, and uh, so um, what the other cool thing too is uh, that okay, did you guys think after watching this movie um, that did you guys think it was even real? See, I would like to believe so. Just, just, I mean, just because, you know, why not? Oh, is there a thing where it's like he imagined the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. he was, yeah, he's not, he's, an, uh, he's not really a reliable, re, uh, reliable narrator. After all, he believed he was happy making out with that one girl. Right. When they, when we finally see him talking to her or whatever, she's like, who, who are you? All that time, him, him banging her, him feeling like he's the, a freaking Chad was just, you know, on his mind. Why, why would this, radio, uh, this uh, show post? pick him out of everyone that's ever told jokes and stuff like that, invite him on to the show. But yes, he's told like a bunch of bad jokes, but not so bad in which someone will invite you onto a show and, and yeah. stuff like that. Unless, you, unless like, it, it's our time where, like, it, it can be, like, a meme or something like that. But this is, like, 70s, 70s going on yeah. memes. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Uh, but, um, it, 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 uh, but, what was it, uh, and the other thing about it too is like uh, the black woman he meets at the end uh, kind of looks like the same black woman that he meets at the beginning. Oh, and, the bus lady. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, no, the, the uh, psychiatrist. Oh, the, social worker lady. The, the social worker and the psychiatrist at the, the, the same side of war. They kind of look similar, <laughs> and uh, um, the the social lady. Uh, what she asks him in the beginning is, 
do you know why you were in the uh, insane asylum in the first place? And he just ignored the question. He just went on and kept on talking. Like, yeah. he, do you not remember why you were in there in the first place? No one just go. You don't just get put into an insane asylum. Um, either I, I don't think they do that voluntarily. They might do that now, but um, no, it's it's on. Well, I, it's like either that or jail if you've committed a horrible crime. Right, right. So it it it, it definitely goes for this now. So mm-hmm. like you just don't get put into a same time for just laughing. Like, yeah, that that is like if you have like a legit me- uh, medical condition, which I have to point out by the way, how cool is it that he's able to do that laugh like on a dime? Yeah, and no, that stop is, it on a dime. Like when he. Good, man. Yeah. When, when he went outside of like the uh, that his job and stuff like that, he was leaving out. Uh, as soon as he left out the room, notice how he stopped laughing. Oh, I remember that scene. Oh, like, yeah. And it just kept on going. And like, who does that? Yeah. <laughs> like even. Well, had- I saw that as like um, they say that people who are um. Or I'm trying to find the right word, uh, like sociopaths mm-hmm. or uh, psychopaths that they like learn to mimic behavior because they don't have any emotions. Right. Um. So they'll they'll actually like mimic like laughter and they'll mimic timing and mimic like when to laugh or like mimic like when they like appear sad and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I saw that as kind of like that what they were hinting at. Right. See. Um. And the other thing I was talking to like a uh, psychologist friend about is. So, so the, the the fault of this movie is some of these like uh, um, mental illnesses just don't match up. Like uh, the fact that um, well, they never say what he has. No, they oh. don't. Um, you can make an argument that he's got it from his mother and stuff like that because some mental illness just runs in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't his real mother though, so. Yeah. You don't know what his real parents were and where he can get it from. Maybe his and, real parents were mentally ill. You know, right. You know. um, and, and then, so like, for the poor adoption, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you can make the other argument that he got this from, like, his abusive uh, stepfather and stuff like that. But you don't know that because uh, not many abuse, like, make you go into a laughing frenzy. And, or um, especially if you're at a young age. They said he was young enough to not even remember anything. Like yeah. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things where it's hard to make those connections and stuff like that to what mental illnesses that he literally had in this. Um, yeah. uh, but like, uh, the, I love how they just made the hovering foreshadow of thinking a that um, his mother actually. Uh, had sex with uh, Bruce Wayne's father, mm-hmm. and two that he was going to kill himself at the end. Yeah. So I was sitting there thinking, okay, he's going to kill himself. He's going to kill himself. Oh man, he didn't kill himself. Wow. Like that's what I liked about this movie too is that it wasn't predictable. And you hate that with movies where you're like, okay, I kind of know where this is going. Right. This is going to happen. I already like predicted it, and like, yeah, I'm just on this ride. But, like, it just, every logical progression you think about, they kind of, like, add some twist to it to where, like, it didn't happen. It, it wasn't, like, it didn't have, what, what do they call it? The, uh, uh, the, it's, it's pretty much like a ghost in the shell type of scenario. Of like, um, there's always an uh, invisible force just leading, like, uh, uh, sort of like in the case of the Mary Sue uh 
project and stuff like that. I think it's the name right now. Um, but yeah, it just didn't, like you said, it wasn't very predictable and it, uh, not all characters were stereotypical, especially like the, um, the, the, um, <laughs> the, the little, uh, character that he, uh, they all made fun of and stuff like that. Uh, he wasn't a stereotype of his own and stuff like that. They didn't make like a whole bunch of like harpering jokes on him and stuff like that throughout the whole yeah. movie. Um, um, you you were also led to believe that his friend from the clown job was his friend, but he he was he's like putting this fake persona on and stuff like that. Yeah. Just so he doesn't get in trouble and like uh this character gets all the blame and stuff like that. So that's the other cool thing about um that as well. Um, well now you have me questioning, did that scene even happen where he gives him the gun? Right. What if he actually did imagine that? Yeah, he, he could have just let himself to like um doing more crime and stuff like that, killing people and this is how we got to that situation and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, the you can also even make the argument that uh um he he never even spoke to anyone. He just started putting on like the clown persona for no reason and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. Um uh other than that, um I'm like, so, um you guys have any more opinions about this movie that you thought was cool or anything like that? Because um, I'm pretty much I'm pretty much done talking about this movie because I talk about so much how good sure. it is. Um, well, I guess the thing I guess for me the thing where I realized is the thing I love about this movie is unlike all the other movies I've watched like this year, I've had a mo- I actually had a moment during the movie where I sat down, literally looked at Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and thought to myself that this is it. This is the moment where I realized that I like this character. That moment where he was dancing in the bathroom for the first time. Right. I don't know. It was just something about that moment. It was just, I can't describe it anymore because it's been a while, but the best I can think of is just like getting a little look at him. Like after he's, what happened after that? Was that after he got off the subway and he killed those guys? Yeah. He, he, yeah. After he got off the subway and then he started doing that yeah. randomly throughout the whole rest of the movie and then before he went on production and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so the thing about that, because yeah, that, the thing about that was like, yeah, now nah, he just killed some guys and instead of like doing what normal people do and he just freak and they freak the fuck out about they just murdered some people and going to go to jail. Nah. He just goes into this weird dance or whatever, and it's just like, well, I don't know. It just, it, it, it just, it just hit me or whatever. Like he isn't just like, ooh, hoo, 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 I'm fucking evil. I, they deserve it. Oh no, oh no, they're, they're dead. Oh god, no, nah, yeah, it wasn't like these, any of that. It was these, unique. Yeah, these characters connect a lot more when you're when they're not just evil for being evil's sake. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I like that. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a huge step from. Jared Leto's Joker, obviously. Yeah, um, <laughs> league's say, better. Yeah. But to be fair, he didn't get the full Is it? opportunity yeah. to express yeah. his uh his he, Joker. Yeah, right. Jared Leto was just hot topic evil. Fucking Keith Ledger's just straight evil, and Joaquin Beats is just mentally ill, but kind of evil, just because people have been fucking fucking with him for like his life. I was telling Justice like the thing about Jared Leto's Joker is yeah, he, he pretty much touched on the edgy teen. To the point in which he reminded me of someone I knew in high school that was just like that. And as soon as that image came out of, like, Jared Love's Joker, um, he started putting his whole persona around that character. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And and this was, like, before I even left high school. Oh, my God. 
I'm not going to hit the end of this joker, am I? Oh, my God, yeah. This is going to touch on every, like, adjective who thinks, like, their relationship should be, like, Joker and Harley Quinn. Which is, like, that's literally the uh, opposite opposite take of it. Right. You might as well just put your relationship in in Chris Brown and Rihanna's shoes. Oh, my God. So, uh, I always thought that was, like, super dumb. Um, So, yeah, um... Um, so far, yeah, those oh, those are the most impacted movies this year. Um, I was disappointed in like the uh, uh, was us. Oh, that, that was this yeah. year too. I was expecting more, but hey, it was entertaining. It was entertaining, yes, but it, um, it, you remember us? Right? I didn't see that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you care we talk about it? No, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, us is another uh, Jordan Jordan Peele movie. movie uh, in, in which he even gave us the name of his new uh, studio. Um, it was uh, I, Mon- Monkey's Paul. I, I forgot. Man. Oh, he has a whole studio now. Yes. That's so cool. It, and it, it's going to like harp, uh, go on the subject of more social horrors. Um, this one was more about class. I think it was like oh, class uh, no, no, I remember looking at this because uh, say what you will. I still look. I still watch MatPat on YouTube because he mean, hey, Phil there is entertaining. But yeah, no, I know one thing that was talking about was just talking about how uh, it was a materialism. I know one of the things that was touched on was materialism or whatever because uh, if I remember right, ah, shoot, I think it was like one family was trying to go and say, hey, guy, uh, give uh, if you if you if you save my life, I'll give you all this and all that, and then they're just right. like, oh no, I, I I don't I don't care, and I can't remember. There was supposed to be symbolism with the scissors as well, but crap, I. For the life of me, I can't remember it anymore. And, and yeah, like literally throughout the whole movie, it was like uh, the characters made it imply like you don't deserve the things that you have because you don't know the worst. And the worst is just living in an underground uh, basement from where a government facility used to be and stuff like that. That's yeah. the worst. Yeah. So um, we might as well kill you and take your place because we are more deserving. So that that is like a cool concept. Um, they never really got me with the whole hands around America. Like, throughout this movie and stuff like that, after they kill somebody, they go join into this line where it's like a hand, literally hands across America. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, that that just didn't make any sense. Why would you go do that? That's not even part of the plan. Because yeah. uh, the whole big plan was like uh, uh, part, part of like the secret ending and stuff like that. The, the wife that is the main focus throughout this movie. Oh, yeah. She is, like, the, um... Uh, pretty much the person who's yeah. responsible for all those people dying. Yeah. So, so um, basically, in, uh, she comes upon uh, this government uh, facility when she's little, and, yeah. um, she meets her doppelganger down there, and you, you see that image of, like, the little girl getting choked by that darker little girl and stuff like that. Basically, when that happened and stuff like that, she replaced herself with the other girl. Yeah. And so the little girl that found her uh, found the government facility was forced to live down there yeah. with mm-hmm. the rest of those doppelgangers and stuff like that. And the other one got to live her the life that she had. And uh, nobody even noticed or even made questions or put the connection. Um and so um uh, later on like all the doppelgangers realized this girl is different. She's not like the rest of us she's actually like a human mm-hmm. she can talk in more uh plain sentences than us um and then uh meanwhile like um 
as the other one grew up on the land, she uh, had um, she met uh, her own man. She uh, had families and stuff like that. And in the back of your mind, uh, if this person is giving birth above ground, what does it feel like to give birth in the lower uh, ground yeah. and stuff like that? And so that um, she had to go through each pain of birth without medications and stuff like that. Oh man! And so that made her go insane and rob a plan that we're gonna go up here and we're gonna uh, kill everyone, and so I can get back the life that I had. Yeah. So, and that's like the big twist. And, and the only person who made that connection was the uh, the woman's son. And oh, that's right. Yeah. And the mother's like. Be quiet about it. And then they just ride off into the sunset. So were you guys like, did you like the movie or were you underwhelmed about, about I, I was a little, a little underwhelmed. underwhelmed. Yeah, I was a little mm-hmm. underwhelmed. Uh, it, it's just, it, it, it's a whole different like uh, medium from like uh, uh, the other movie. Uh, get Out? Get Out. Yeah. It, it wasn't Get Out. It definitely wasn't. Like, get Out was just a whole new opening to a new genre. This one was just, eh, they could be better. Yeah. So, Hopefully he'll build off of this. He'll learn what the things he's done. Because so far he's doing good. Yeah, yeah he's, he's even doing, doing good for himself. himself. So yeah, for, for someone who started off with comedy and going into more drama stuff, yeah, that's a big step. That, yeah, that shows he's not staying in one place like yeah. this director. It just shows he's really creative, really good at writing and everything. Oh yeah, man. See now, like as after all, I but get out. I was expecting to be hey modern day slavery. Oh no, body snatchers. And oh, the fact that they're just doing to black people when they're all white family, according to them, it just works. It just be like that sometimes. But yeah, now with uh, with us, I was expecting some 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 mind blowing revelation. Like, why are they clones? Why are they doing this? But I mean, right. when you figure it out, it's just eh, it's 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 okay. Yeah, like that's uh, not what I was expecting. Exactly. Like, well, the 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 big reveal was that like, oh, we're not racist at all, and get out. Um, we're just we just want like <laughs> black people bodies yeah. and stuff like that. We just yeah. want to snatch your body. Um, right. Remember that scene <laughs> where that girl was sitting on her bed, like sitting on her bed eating a bowl of che- Cheerio, no, Fruit Loop, Fruit Loops, Fruit Loops, without any milk, just looking at basketball players, listening right. to music, and it's like, who does this? Right, you already knew that. There's yeah, something uh, yeah. Wrong in immediately when you saw it, you're like, okay, something strange. And she was eating it so weird, like she was taking like a spoon, like one Cheerio, yes. and like, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I was listening to like a, a movie podcast, and they're talking about there's a lot of things in this that threw off the scent of where you thought this movie was gonna go. Yeah, like, uh, the the fact that the you thought the boy uh, the the brother was the racist, super racist one, and stuff like that. Cause yeah, he, yeah, he man. Wore like the the he antagonized the black guy so much. Yeah, he, he he's the one hunting them down and stuff like that. You knew that he was the guy doing it, and he he kept grabbing on him like. You have a really good body, you know. You know, you, you have a body for a fighter, you know? you know. I can use this. I want that. And the dad's like, "No, he's not part of your thing. He's a cli- He is part of the other clients, like uh, um, thing." So, um, it, and then you'll have like, uh, you forget that there's an there was an Asian man in like the um, the like in like the party and stuff like that. So you never yeah. really knew. Wait. There's a whole bunch of white people and stuff like that. They pay attention more to me than you. Like, why, why would they do that and stuff like that? Yeah. So it, it it just there's like a lot of stuff that threw off the scent. Um, even like the the family members who were actually the the um the grandmother and grandfather and stuff like that. 
they also because they you thought there was nothing wrong with them. Why would they uh, live here? They there was something like more racist going on. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you get about some Uncle Ruckus type stuff or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. That's pretty much all I have. Uh, uh, content wise. Um. Uh, is there any like other subjects you guys wanted to have talk any about? Guys, have any of you guys ever seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes, I have. I have not. Oh. Yeah, that's another good movie that made it. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a movie that I genuinely can't explain. When I looked it up, when I was trying to look up the synopsis for it, it didn't give me much because when you look at even when you watch the movie, you really can't tell people much about the movie because it's all just, it just happens. Oh, yeah, I got to see that still. Yeah, it, it's a great. Uh, yes, it, it is so. Unfortunately, good. a lot of people um, like Rotten Tomatoes. They they um, gave it like a iffy score. And oh, like that. I just it, saw I, earlier. It had a good score, a score like seventy nine. I think. What's seventy nine? Oh yeah, Once Upon a Yeah, here it is. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, eighty five. Oh, IMDb it, gave it a seven point nine. It must have changed. Like when it first came out, they gave it like a. 50% like oh, that. really? Yeah, there is yeah. something wrong with people. Yeah. Are, are, are it's always the first that. one. The first ones that come in for ratings is never like how it ends up. Right. Yeah. You, you can't just review. Look, um, you can't, you can't review like music, um, a piece of media in just one day. You got to see it multiple times. Yeah, and over a while. Yeah, yeah. analyze yeah. the crap out of it. Because after all, I remember like, after all, like, you don't notice everything when you watch something for the first time. Because I'm the type of guy who watches something practically once. Unless it's just, you know, rare. Yeah, no, there are a lot of details I freaking miss or whatever. So, and right. then when I go back into it for the second time, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is the best freaking thing ever. People were mad at Rotten Tomatoes when they made the review for Batman versus Superman. That was like a Kickstarter itself, like people not trusting that group. I didn't trust them after Godzilla. Wait, like, did they give Batman v Superman a good score? Uh, no, they gave it a bad score. Everyone said, oh, it, it, it wasn't as bad as it looked. Like, Oh, Rotten Tomatoes is bad. No, Rotten Tomatoes was completely accurate. Batman versus Superman. Right. right. Yeah, no, like, especially when you go buy that thing in IMAX. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was terrible. So, it, 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 um, I didn't trust them after Godzilla, um, Monsters, uh, uh, All Attack. Uh, is that the new one where, that, you, yeah, we have Ro- Rodan or something? Yeah. It had, uh, Rodan. I didn't like the first one in 2014. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, um, those were really good, but, uh, here's the problem. Both of them had the opposite problems. In 2014, that one had the problem of not enough Godzilla yeah. and stuff like that. Godzilla was in the movie for like, like 10 minutes. <laughs> right, right. In which I was like, okay, that's understandable, but they do have to build this character up. You already know who he is and stuff like that. Yeah. He's a legendary right now. But uh, in the next movie, okay. There's just too many monsters. Yeah. yeah, it's too many monsters and not enough people. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I like no I don't I've never seen it but isn't Mothra in there Mothra, Mothra Gigara, uh Ghidorah King Ghidorah yeah Rodan uh and even monsters we haven't so they heard so they Spider Man three did basically oh god <laughs> pretty much but in this it works because you don't need to um have to uh do different things because uh they're all go- all going up against one person and that's like King Ghidorah and then Rodan is sort of like a a punk. Monster. You go with anyone who looks the strongest. Wait, like wait. Then, like, what? Like, if you have one focus, just you know, one singular enemy, then what? What? Why? What do the people in the studios think when they say, "Hey, we have a central enemy. We have this. These people want to defeat this enemy. Add five more people into the mix and see what happens." Like, who thinks that's a good idea? It's not a great idea they, for writing. Yeah, Godzilla is the one of the lesser few, but like it's the Justice League problem in which you. Just 
jump right in without telling people all of these people why they should care about these characters at all. Yeah, because right. you don't. You mm-hmm. don't if you haven't had a movie to like build up. Like if, if yeah. anyone in the Justice League movie died, I wouldn't give a shit. Exactly. Like, and it's less believable when they actually do die because um, when Superman died, Batman v Superman, like, he's coming back. What, what do you mean? Don't don't harbor over the fact that oh he's he's probably dead. Yeah, oh, like God, I gonna, forgot Superman died gonna, in that you're movie. Kill your most like valued character, your most valued character in his second movie appearance. It's yeah. like. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, no one believed it. <laughs> and then oh, didn't wait a single time. And then it was like the... No, the after credits <laughs> oh, showed the rocks lifting, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, okay, so yeah. They need... Yeah. They immediately undid it. Right. Yeah, so, no, I freaking <laughs> forgot about that whole thing where uh, Superman died. Like, not only was that movie that forgettable, but it's like, again... No, like, why? Like, freaking... Why? Right. Especially because it was the second movie Superman's ever been in. Sure, we kind of, we kind of care about him, but to be fair, we haven't seen him in a movie since... When did Man of Steel come out? Let me, uh-huh. let me check Isn't this out. Was that like 2010, 2009? Yeah. Seriously? I, mean, I think that long ago, yeah. Oh my god. Then yeah, no. Why kill him off of this? 2013. Oh, I was so wrong. Okay, you know, it, you're, you're close. It was a long-ass time ago. But either way, it's at the end of the day, it's just like, yeah, nah. We haven't seen, and in that case, we haven't seen this guy in like, when did Batman v Superman came out? 2016, you, you right? You were still in high school, definitely, like, when that shit came out. So, you know, you yeah. Kind of that shit. Batman v Superman... <laughs> That was in 2016, so three years. Okay, never, never mind then. If oh, it was like okay. a six-year like gap, one year after. Yeah, if there was a six-year gap, because that's what I was thinking, because it's been that goddamn long. Yeah. But yeah, you know, three years. Okay, sure, kill him off, because he already dies in the comics anyway. But right. and because it's comics, they can literally BS their way to bringing someone back to life anyway. Hey, guess what? Last. Oh my god, what if they brought the Lazarus Pit in? That would have been the dumbest that would thing. That would be out of nowhere. Because even <laughs> I would be the only time they ever even talked about uh, Ray Shalgo was in the uh, Arrowverse. Uh, no, Christian Bale movie. Oh wait, like wait, 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 wait. Yeah, they did? They, they did do it in Arrowverse. And, yeah, and Gotham. So <laughs> oh, that's like, right. Wait, 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 wait. Gotham. Hold on. Got yeah. Gotham did it for a small time. Like they Ooh. they they introduced Ray Shalgo. And, and yeah, that's yeah. I so therefore, that. he's going to have the last pit, uh, pit with him at all times. So, you know. I barely. Re- I remember Rachel Gould in Gotham was just, "Hey, I'm gonna go and turn you into Batman if you like it or not." Bruce like, "No, okay, I'm gonna go and destroy your city." And Bruce like, "No, kill me." Okay, fine. <laughs> and then you know he kills him. He's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm a freaking murderer. This is why you know murder's bad." And then they cause Batman No Man's Land out of nowhere. It's like, why? Yeah. I read all, and I read all, uh, I don't know if I read all of No Man's Land. I've read, eh, enough of No Man's Land. I can tell you right here, right now. No. It, no, no. It could, it would not work. It would not work at all. Because I know what they did was like, hey, city's blown up. The government finally notices that, finally notices that Gotham City's kind of messed up. So what they should have done was just initiate martial law in the first place. You know what they should have done? Nah. If it wasn't for the fact that the plot armor is thicker than a than a like a stripper's just ass cheeks, wow. if it wasn't for that, then <laughs> all the villains would have died. And you know where I got that from? I was thinking about that scene from the Moondocks. You know that guy who was talking about uh, with Jack Flowers. Yeah. They were talking about, like a line dancers. Like they were really. Th- <laughs> Jesus Christ! That scene was great. <laughs> uh, uh, I gotta find that later. Oh, man. Yeah. I I haven't told you like how much I just uh I'm sad of how fast like that whole like uh all of Gotham went because I I completely 
I've forgotten the, the switch between two Jokers in that like series and stuff like that, where uh, the Macho the main Joker just became like this hideous old acid face. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about that. He looked like he was a crack addict or something. Right. Like an old man. Oh, I'm about to pull this up. Like, you know what? On, oh, just check your email. This is great. Wait, no, you, you look this up too. What am I saying? You can yeah, just... I, I know. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Like, hey, Landis, you should go and totally look up, like, uh, what they did for the Joker in the Batman Gotham series. Like, have you seen Gotham at all? No. Well, let me tell you right now, it's pretty much supposed to be a show that's like, oh, hey, here's Bruce Wayne as a kid. And they go off the rails real fast. This is their Joker. Oh, my God. Yeah, so what happened was just like, oh, hey, there's a guy named whatever the heck his name was. Jerome, that's right. He died, passed on his crazy to his brother Jeremiah. Jeremiah became the Joker, and this is Jeremiah in the future after Bruce Wayne just leaves. He goes catatonic, just like in the Dark Knight uh, Rises comic book. And then, you know, he's like, Bruce Wayne's back. He's like, oh, my God, Bruce Wayne's back. And then, you know, he doesn't half-baked plan, and uh, Batman pushes him into a vat of chemicals. Oh, wow. Yeah, but no, this is what he looks like before the chemicals, though. <laughs> He's already place. messed up, like, beforehand. Yeah, he, I know, like I told him, like I've said to Caleb, he looks like a freaking crack addict. <laughs> it's freaking great! I'll fight between which looks worse, than one or Jeremiah. Oh, yeah, here's what he looked like. I think here's what he looked like before you, you know... Was a crack. So here's him then, and here's him now. The <laughs> years were not kind, and then here's his brother. Well, well then, there, there goes your like uh, uh, ten year. Uh, oh yeah, the ten year challenge. Ten year challenge. <laughs> <laughs> like ten year glow up or something. That was his glow up. That's more like a, no, that no, God, no, oh, no, geez, no. Oh jeez, the beginning of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well. Um, it's almost about that time, you know, I, I usually get there around, like, uh... Three two, hours? Two hours, so... Oh, it's um, been two? Yeah, it's like, two hours and... Sometimes it goes on for, like, 30 minutes, and I don't want to go on for oh, too much. Yeah, um, see, two hours, yeah. Yeah. There, there we go. So, um, alright, um, so before we close this out, um, um, you guys want to, like, uh... Put down your social media. It's like, where, where, where can we all follow you guys? Okay. Like that. Like, um, yeah, I know you guys have Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that. Well, so, let me pull out um, my stuff. Well, yeah, because I'm such an influencer. Um, I am an influencer. You could follow me on. Uh, well, actually, let me plug my stuff. I don't even know yeah. where my stuff's I'm getting. I'm getting ready. I didn't know this was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Sure like, I don't social. Like, so, contrary to what Caleb is saying, I don't social media enough, mate. So, I barely remember my own Twitter handle. Handle. I barely remember my own Facebook. I mean, not fa- oh no, no, screw Facebook. Yeah, no. If, if anyone follows me on you Facebook, can, I will. You can follow me at know. Landis1018. My uh, Instagram is private, but I'll probably accept you. And then uh, you can follow me on Twitter at LuckyLandis1018. One more time for our viewers, our listeners, one more time so they can get that a good old social media link. Oh, yeah. You could follow me at Landis1018 on Instagram. And on Twitter, you could follow me at LuckyLandis1018. For yeah. some spicy memes and some uh, political commentary that you may or may not agree with. There you go. All and, right. Yeah, I guess if you can find Landis on his social media, you can pretty much find Justice on his Instagram. Oh, so, so yeah, my Instagram is uh, JusticeMorgan64. Just look for look for a picture of, of me holding a giant wine glass uh-huh. filled with what I what I was told was weed tea. You know, do that. And uh, on in Twitter, my handle is some dude bro, where the O's and dude. Are you know that's right? It's, you know, two O's and cool, but you know, replace the O's with zeros. Some dude, bro. 
Nice. And uh, same picture. There you go. I like that brand consistency you got going there. Yeah, there you go. I like. I don't want people to just. I don't want people to just be like, "Oh wait, what? Different picture? Whatever." No, 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 no. They need to know. They need to know that I look like this. Right. I wasn't. I was born this way, and therefore, Lady Gaga. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, you can. Um, Listen to more Something Wicked podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can follow us um, uh, on our Spotify. Uh, follow us on iTunes. You can follow us on um, uh, YouTube. Uh, we have many various links uh, that I'm still working on. That uh, where you can listen. Do you have a Hotmail account? Um, <laughs> what about AOL, man? <laughs> that good stuff, man. We got it all. We got our Pornhub. We got our LinkedIn. Do you have a Snapchat premium account? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You know, we still got a Club Penguin account. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, funny. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I know we're cut kind of out, but I'm just gonna tell you. I'm just gonna hear you this. All right, all right, 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 right. So, all right. I'll just say it's a little thing. Random thing. I want to mention LinkedIn. Hey, just imagine, like some guy told me that how he was trying to meet girls on LinkedIn or whatever. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Not, that's yeah. a horrible plan. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just no. They after all, since the girls know that you're going to look at their profile, they know that you, they, they know that some guys checking that you that you've never seen before is checking you out, and then you know, falls in your court or theirs. I mean, hey, I don't know how it works on LinkedIn when it comes to that. Because I mean, hey, words, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you can follow us. Um. Our name is Something Wicked Podcast. Uh, you can email us if you have any more questions. You know, we take questions every week. Um, uh, at, at something, um, what, it, it, the email is something wicked podcast one at gmail.com. Again, that's something wicked podcast one at gmail.com. Was there already something wicked podcast prior to this? I've already, we've already made this jump multiple times. <laughs> <a week laughs> <on this show. laughs> All right. The, the answer is mistakes were made and other podcasts were made as well. So, you should have gone. Um, you should have gone the route of every anime character ever and just made it zero. Because you know, just add a zero or an X. Bam, anime protagonist. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, catch us next week. Uh, Ryan will be back for sure, uh, and we'll start uh, going back to our usual nerd spiel. I'll talk more about Death Stranding and other video games that I played that week. I'll talk more about. Disney Plus, um, that's still going on. I have a subscription. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting till winter break to get a subscription so I can binge The Mandalorian. Right. There you go, I'm playing it smart, man. Yeah. Uh, go go and, uh, and catch us more content on YouTube, iTunes. And we also uh, forgot uh, our RSS feed and stuff like that. So there's not a single place besides SoundCloud that you can't listen to our podcast. Sound, you guys are SoundCloud rappers now? Yeah. Nice. Then hot fire. Super hot fire. So, yeah. Um, all right. Um, thank you guys for coming on to my podcast. Yeah, thanks for me. having me. Um, yeah, no trouble because I live here. I, I hope like sometime in the future to have you guys back on. Uh, if this ever happens again, I always got to like a spot for you guys anytime. So, for sure, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, this has been Something Wicked Podcast. Um, closing out, have a good night, have a good thanks, uh, Black Friday, or what's left of it, um, and see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.